0: friends. This is the Be Real Babe podcast, a place where your average Canadian wolf pack come together to talk about life stresses, messes, and successes. Each week we will bring you new episodes sharing our experiences on a ton of different topics in hopes that we get a better understanding of ourselves, each other, and this crazy world we live in. We want to build a community where we can show up as ourselves, be real, and lay it all out there. By sharing our experiences, we hope to reach others who can relate so we can all help each other learn, grow, and heal. But please keep in mind, as a disclaimer, none of us here are professionals, no one is giving any advice, we are strictly speaking of our life experiences and for entertainment purposes only. Now with that being said, it's time, so grab your drink, grab your joint, and let's jump right in. Welcome everyone, welcome back to the Be Real Babe podcast. If this is your first time here, thank you so much for stopping by the show today, we hope you have a good time. And if you are returning guests, we just want to thank you guys so, so much for the constant love and support. I'm your host, Brandy, and here with me today is my gorgeous co-host, Kayla. Hey, babe.
1: Hey, girl. What's going down?
0: Oh, you know, just loving this season two and getting back into the routine of chatting with all of our guests and you and just connecting, and I'm loving it.
1: Same, same. I don't know, um, like literally August was like like we're still in it, but
0: like we're at the end of it. It was, uh, it was nice,
1: but I very much felt lost.
0: Yes. And I feel for me, I just was like, some of the things that stress me out, I was just doing more like aimlessly scrolling. And like, I felt always with our show, it's like when I'm doing stuff online or just in my spare time, it has more purpose because I'm like, okay, we got to think of content and questions and connecting with our community and posting, which I've kind of taken a little break from the last little bit while we, Gear up for season two but um you know and when I didn't have this it was this like more mindless scrolling and absorbing yep. stuff that just wasn't good for me and just like developing old patterns again and it's like okay September's coming and it, like I said it's like a restart for me every time it's like even though I don't go to school I always think of September is like that little reset and then I feel the same with January is kind of like a reset and then, yeah. you know, start of spring. It's just like now it's like, OK, it's summer. It was we had a good time. It went by really fast. I feel like this it year did I like I would else. just
1: close my eyes, open them. And here we are. And it's sweater weather and pumpkin spices out again.
0: Yeah. And I mean, I love uh, the fall and the winter, too. <laughs> I don't love like January to March. That's no, I don't either time. Um, But I know we have like, we'll be gearing up for finishing this season and looking to what season three is. So that's a good time for us to have better distractions for sure. Um, But I feel like I'm just like ready, like my for some reason, like my just whole energy is just ready for summer to happen. And I'm like, Oh, it's like not that it's like it's pretty good it's still like 22 it's supposed might be 28 this weekend oh um, nice yeah so we'll get like maybe one more last and then because the fire's like we need it for sure I'm not saying that but it's just all like, the rain 100 yeah. percent. my mind's like totally ready to like keep having summer and all of a sudden I'm like oh my goodness so and I think a lot of people are feeling that this year and I think it's just because so much is going on 100
1: percent. that's exactly yeah. what I was just about to say I'm like it was like we were in purgatory for <laughs> the time that we were locked down and then Stuff started to reopen. And uh, then literally everyone was just like praying for summer because summer just is like hot, the warm weather, tan skin, like patio drinks or, you know, floating or all the good shit that like just like literally lights people up. And um, so I think I'm hoping that we can actually just find some of that in every stage and not just like, mm-hmm. you know, maybe cause I was like, I feel the same. Like I was living for the summer and then where did it go? But also I'm trying to do school. I'm trying to fucking go do like all kinds of recovery shit. So it's just like, that's life. Um, yeah, totally. <laughs> we're just going to restructure how I think about it next time and just maybe not be so fast paced and just enjoy it a little more. Like when I came to see you in Kelowna, that, that was like a great fucking like, hello, yeah. this is life.
0: Well, for sure. And I'm and we were thinking about last night, but we did have lots of fun for sure. And I'm the same. I do like, I love, um, fall obviously for photography too. And just like the beauty of fall and in BC, it's really gorgeous. Um, and uh well alberta is really gorgeous too in the fall it just doesn't last very long um and the winters here are somewhat pretty mild so i don't feel so bad about that and i love like the holiday season and thanksgiving and christmas and new year's like you know all those things kind of keep you a little bit busy um in just those couple of months but yeah it's it's right to not want to live like to find beauty in every season um even if it's not your most favorite and i know there's a lot of people that are like bring on the pumpkin spice in the fall and sweaters (laughs) and That's I literally all- me. <laughs> I do love that too, but I'm always like, oh, but just lying on a beach in the sun is just oh,
1: <laughs> Well, and in our case, like literally, uh, guys, I went there and the sun was like, I literally have never felt like I was closer to the equator in my life. Um <laughs> it was so friggin' hot that Brandy and I would actually lay in the shade and mm-hmm. people would be like, what do you like her, your mom and stuff? Like, wait, why, why are you in the shade? And it was like, well, cause like, it's too much.
0: It's sweltering heat. And I just, <laughs> I do love it, but I just like, I don't know. I think that's the biggest thing is I love being outside and I don't like being cold. So yeah. when it gets colder, I'm just like, fuck, like I want to be out here, but I'm just always so cold. It's just who I am. I get bugged by it every day by someone I live with.
1: I think, cold. oh but. my gosh, and I think too for me, like, this is a real, like, call out on my own shit, but I think for me, the fall and winter, I I enjoy it because that means everyone's covered up more, and that's yeah, my that's own fair. shit, because, like, I also enjoy, like, the layering and, like, the baggy and the big socks and the boots and stuff like that, and, like, all the girls are covered up. Yeah, yeah all nice. of the girls are covered right up. Summertime, you got these beautiful ass women walking around like half naked and I, it just creates like, I get like, I go into this weird state sometimes summer fucks me up and it's only okay. ever since I had cash, but we're learning to work around that. Cause through I this podcast and like my friends and Brandy just takes great pictures and is very creative that way. And you know, it's just like, oh my god you should have heard me the other night I know this is so off topic but the other night like I was literally looking in the mirror and I've never noticed this before but I'm starting to see like the forehead lines (laughs) and I'm like oh my god and then I was like this morning I looked in the mirror and I was like bitch you're beautiful you're also 30 and you've lived so hi yeah wrinkles are gonna lines and wrinkles are gonna happen and you just gotta like find a way to like let it be and embrace it somehow
0: you're preaching to the choir man i feel that and like it happens just so fast and it's because and i'm not saying that it's a big deal or not but if you already have those underlying things or you've already dealt with body dysmorphia in other ways um when you start to age like that's where you start seeing changes especially if like if you haven't for me i've i don't necessarily think that if i had a better skincare regime like maybe but they're always saying that like most of the time there's underlying issues right so it's like fixing what you're eating or what why is your body reacting what you know the things like that and but it happens so fast and if you weren't thinking about those things and all of a sudden it's there you're like holy shit and yeah suffer from body dysmorphia it's really easy to then switch it from say something that you had in your physical body to just like features on your face right that's where it was like my um where I'm more at now so I'm still going to work actually today I'm going to start using the Did more you get natural. your
1: your, yeah. your cups
0: yeah I got everything Fuck yeah good, so um, yeah gonna...
1: I can't wait I'm excited for you for that
0: but yeah so I'm gonna give that a shot and see how that is and I mean like to each their own but it just it feels I kind of said something the other day and, and um I felt kind of good about it and I was like the thing that I try to do with myself is that like until I can love myself at my most natural self I don't want to try and like highlight or perfect let's say with a lack of better word anything because what if I can't, or as I age, things are, I'm going to naturally change. Right. So yeah. um, as much as like, I have full respect, everyone doing everything, this is for like me to work through my own image of myself based off what happened to me. Like when I've always been, when I used to have all those things and do all those exterior things, and then I didn't have them, like that was really hard to come back from. So for now I'm like, okay, what can I do to, to like, you know, maybe curl my lashes different instead of getting extensions? Not that there's anything wrong with that, but I had such a problem when I lost them and it was just like, I don't want to feel that way about myself again.
1: Preach, preach, preach. I hear you so loud. I'm just like literally going through this thing right now where I'm like, I want to remove them, but also I have this crazy weird fear that I'm like, what if you actually look older than you are when you take them off? Like, what if you look dead? Like, what if you look dead?
0: Oh, but and that's totally fair. And so for me, I didn't even have, it was just like, I can't (gasps) afford this. And so I didn't. And I was like, okay. And then now, and I'm not again. This is not. Sh- this is just my personal journey. Um, now it's like I I just find like doing like lifts and stuff, or like getting yes. like, curled, and like or yes. just finding really good mascara. Yes. Um, and just being like, okay, these are you know, and just it sounds so stupid, but repeatedly telling myself like that's just as beautiful, and that just kind yeah. of you know changed it. And that's that's to each their own. Like I said, for me, it was uh more of when I didn't have it I was really hard on myself and I was like yes you look terrible and And you don't
1: want to be that way I don't
0: want to be that way to myself or put myself in a situation to do that to myself so it's just like a boundary that I've put up uh for me that it's like I can't do certain things like you know and and 100% like I love my tattoos but 100% I got a lot of them to cover up parts of me that I didn't think were great like Ah. a lot of people would say the same like you know if you've had insecure about your like thighs or something it's you know it's really easy to distract you know not saying 100 percent that's what I did all of them for um definitely not because I love the art of it enhancement but I also had to like remind myself like are you just trying to you know are you doing this for an image or are you doing this because you want to like you need to yeah. really think about that you know are you trying to alter or you know and that's just all personal myself right so now I'm like no I really love the art of it I don't want to be fully covered I'm not trying to hide anything yeah
1: and I um, love your tattoos as well
0: thank you. But it's just something that I had to ask myself, right? Because before it was like, I was trying to hide everything about my natural self. Um, and it just, it was counterintuitive to who I am today. And that's, yeah, anyways.
1: Well, yeah. That, Squirling. That so squirrel.
0: So 36 today, guys, whatever. I think everyone's always fine with our little Yeah. Have, I think we.
1: it's a good, you know, we just kind of it keeps it real like we just yeah. talk about we get into the conversation organically and I have not heard anyone say that they are like I wish they'd just get to the point
0: like <laughs> and if you are fuck, yeah, I'm just kidding we love you but yeah hey if we didn't put structure to this you guys should hear like when we first I don't oh even I am pretty sure I still have our first like couple of recordings where we're just talking um mm. sure great but yeah we were talking today how we're just like so cringe from our friend <laughs> <laughs> episode two of season our season two, which is actually our 36 episode is going to be about marriage pressures. Um, yeah. And so it's just after now listening and being here in our season two, and even going through with our guests now, like it just feels so good to continually grow. And I think it is fun to kind of just catch up uh, a little bit before and people kind of can follow us mm-hmm. as, um, just individuals as well as when we talk about these certain topics. Um, Yeah, yeah, today, guys, we're going to talk about marriage pressure. We hope you loved our gender pressure one. That was a heavy, not heavy, but like a big episode. Um, I wanted our first one to be a heavy hitter and um, have tons of different experiences in there. So yeah, now on to marriage pressure because this is, I think when we look at society and ourselves, I think this is one of the biggest pressures. Most people feel whether they are married, aren't married. Um, it's always, there's two questions. Are you married? Are you having kids? So yep. <laughs> uh, we'll focus on marriage, this one and kids in the next one. Um, but for UK uh, growing up, did you know, did, like what was marriage to you? Did you know you wanted to get married? Was that a thought or were you just like,
1: Um, Honestly, yeah, when I was, uh, um, and this is so funny, because it's such a vivid image in my mind. But when I was young, like, I was uh, definitely after I had been adopted. And I was in that, like, good home, like loving, caring space, safe, stable. I definitely would always go out because our yard guys was so fucking magical. Like I know I talked about it in the very beginning, but like that place to me was like fairy tale land. And when I was outside and I was always outside bare feet, my mom would chase me around trying to get me to put my shoes on. I was just always out there just engulfed in nature. And I would literally just imagine myself, in the future as I was always a princess I don't know what that was but I was always a fucking princess and um I had a prince and that was and I think too like weirdly that's part of like a bit of disassociation that was going on but that's that's another thing on another day but uh definitely I was uh I was like I'm gonna have a I, I just remember being like this I remember my hair I remember my curly ass little hair like my little right. Oprah fro and I would just be like playing house playing with my Barbies and I would just be like one day I'm gonna be a mommy and like I'm gonna have a house and I'm gonna have a husband and my that that was that was the the goal you know that was the goal in life to grow up and get to that point point. and I'm like so yeah definitely but what about for you?
0: I think for me, and it's, um, I don't know if it's weird or not, but my parents did separate when I was two. Mm. um, And then my mom was single for up until I was about um, remarried when I was 12. So there, um, I think for me, that didn't really change that. I just, it was, everyone was going to get married and have kids. Like you went to school and then you got married and then you had kids and you had a house and that's just, that's life. Right. Yeah. So, and
1: I, yeah.
0: I don't know if it was something like, I don't know if there was that romanticized part of like getting married and falling in love as much because a lot of like my mom was divorced and then my grandparents were separated as well and remarried. So okay. I definitely got to see that. You know, divorce was okay, and um, which is I think is super important. Um, although I say like not to take it lightly either. Marriage and divorce shouldn't be taken lightly, but you shouldn't easily easily feel trapped by either as well. Um, And so I think it was great for me to know that like you can fall in love with someone, and you know, m- and fall in love with other people, like or fall out of love. You know what I mean? And not yep. that um, means that you're married and that's forever, even though there was that thought pattern or generations before in my family that, you know, you got married and you with that person for, you know, and, but there's actually a lot of, um, remarriage in my family. So Hmm. I think for me, it was just kind of like, it wasn't just like you're with some person and that was it for the rest of your life. Like there was a partnership to it. And that's just like, that's what you did. But I think I grew up differently because there was so much separation and remarriage in uh, my family and my life. It wasn't like, How the movies made it seem like you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah. And I think for me, that's what it was. Mine, mine was very idealistic, movie romanticized. (laughs) Like, um, I remember being a young and going to my grandparents' 50th fucking anniversary, like, and in my head, still to this day, that is marriage. That was love. Those two were the most monumental people in my life. They're both gone now. I love them dearly. Um, but They were married for 50 some years. And I remember when my grandma passed away, the shift in my grandpa. Like, he Mm -hmm. was still himself, but he was very, things just started to go after that. Like, he, the, 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 I don't know if, I don't know if he had dementia or whatever, but he, I feel actually, you know what? I think that my mom did come out and say that, but uh, I think that was come, that was an onset of life. And we talked about, I asked her, I said, was he ever, did he ever talk about depression? Like, what, like, cause, just thinking about coming where the time that he was born and the stuff that he would have lived through and like the shit that he would have seen in his lifetime. And then, you know, growing up, I don't know what it was like for him growing up. I don't know what his parents were like and um, things just, we know that things went on in those times that were not talked about. So Mm -hmm. um, to see two people get together and have what, like six kids and raise them on their farm and love one another and just like unconditionally, And I remember being at my grandparents' house and my fucking grandpa would be... He sat at the one end of the table, grandma sat on the other end. And uh, he would, like... He was by the toaster, so breakfast would happen, toast would pop up. He'd literally like over the shoulder, grab the toast and whip it down the table at grandma and like across to everybody. Like, that's how it was. And it was just like, you know, some people might've said that's annoying or whatever, but that just that love that was in that house. So that for me was like the ideal. That's where I held that on such a high ground because, um, and I did, I never saw them fight. I never saw any arguments, same with my own parents. And like, maybe that was kind of a little too idealistic because there are arguments, there are fights, there are disagreements. And I do understand that like you know they they parents try to work hard at not letting the kids see that and I get that but yeah. I also think it's healthy for your children to see you disagree on things
0: 100% as long as it's done in a respectful way yeah like, you like...
1: don't be losing your shit in yelling. Exactly. so and that's I think,
0: yeah I think that's what a lot of people um, can't maybe not a lot of people. I'm not speaking, but like I think if that's a problem, that's where it is. It's not that, and I fully get that too because you want to protect your kids and not have them involved or somehow see it one sided or pick sides. So you want to kind of shield them from that. But then also by product, a byproduct of that is then creating this um, paradigm where all relationships are perfect and you don't yep. fight. So that's where you, I was at, <laughs> right? And so that puts you in this weird where it's like and not necessarily saying you need to tell your kids that you're fighting, but just having them be aware that, you know, no, we don't always get along, but we don't bring those topics in front of you because that's not really a place for you guys to be, but you know, there's definitely disagreements and we grow as individuals. And I think if there was some of that humility, um, from parents to children as they grow. I'm not talking to your kids are like three years old. Be like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's a little it's, much for them. Yeah, exactly. But like when they're going through arguments, like say as like teenagers with their friends or with their, you know, in the relationships, I think that's a really key moment to be like, Oh, Hey, well you might not see it because we try to, you know, keep you guys out of that because that's not, that's a, that's a parent uh, issue, not a child issue. Um, yeah. but it does happen and it's totally normal and okay. And these are how you get through it. Um, I think that's the lack of, of communication that's happening, right? So, <clears throat> that part kind of, I think, is great um, that people are starting to be more honest and talk about it. Um, but, you know, flipping out and having those arguments where you're heated definitely isn't um, the right way to portray a relationship to children either, because then
1: that's hostile that that environment is very uh it's dangerous it's it especially the younger the younger they are um it's uh it's kind of damaging to their psyche I'm just gonna put that out there like yeah the the yelling if you yell you're yelling and you're because then then it creates an instability and they aren't sure if it's safe you know what I mean like um And I am, I'm just going to out myself. I'm guilty of this. I'm guilty in this in my journey and growing of being kind of a twat to my partner and uh, making it like evident in front of my son. And I'm, I'm aware of it now. And I'm like, okay, well, we're going to not do that. We're going to be better at keeping my cool and not bringing him into it because he's not necessary. He's, he's not a pawn. He doesn't need to be in, in that, but he also like, I'm not very going to be quiet if I don't agree with something. I'm just like, well, no, I don't really agree with that. You know, like there's a, there's a good way to healthily agree and disagree with one another without it getting to uh, a shit show level. And I think that's what people kind of, that's what we need to kind of do a little more. I think people forget that their children are not pawns and it's not a game. We're not in a game pitted against one another. If you're in a committed relationship, um, you're a partnership so you have to treat one another like you're on a team because if you don't it creates like I said it's a chaos in the child's mind like they don't know what's fucking stable and what's not and like that's very evident in my life like when I was a child growing up in the chaos that I did in the first few years of my life so definitely important to like understand that not not a pawn no no game it's partner. yeah no
0: and in, and end too like then that's also putting more reflection that it's like it's not about it's about you guys as a marriage um yeah. you know and having there's i think there's got to be different levels of relationships when we talk about marriage and stuff like too because you have your personal growth and then you have your relationship growth yeah. and um people's personal growth definitely affects the relationship but it's definitely more on that person um and so it's like if you're having that disagreement it's and, and you have your kids present to, so that they don't think that marriage is not fighting or, you know, oh, I don't disagree with you, but maybe this is a discussion we can have later.
1: Yep, 100%. Right? And that's a great way to kind of like... Show not... that you don't
0: always yeah. disagree, that you're going to talk, like that That it's okay to voice your opinion, that you don't agree. And, you know, when we're in a better space, not in front of, you know, anybody else. Let's talk about it. And that's always how I've been. It's like talk about like, obviously you post good stuff on social media. But I'm not going to post anything that we're fighting because it's really a, not, not anyone's business. And I'm not always you know, saying things or thinking things that are correct either. Right. So it's just like, you know, um, but so for me, um, I don't know about you, but, um, I think that marriage was something that like, I just assumed that everyone did because that's just what you do. And I don't know, um, how that was kind of ingrained. If it was just like, that's what everyone did. Or if it was, I don't know if it's something that I was just like, I know I'm going to find my soulmate. We're going to get married for the rest of my life. It was just like,
1: you know, I never like, knew that. I right? never like, knew. I had, but I dreamt. So that's why I yeah, said disassociating. Fair. Cause I was like, it was a fantasy in my head as if I was not ever going to have it, but I dreamt about it.
0: Yeah. That's fair. And yeah. Like, and, and aspire to have that.
1: Yeah. I yeah. just, and um, where, where are we right now in the questions?
0: <laughs> you said we weren't going to do this. We're already episode. No, two. we're
1: good. We're good. I uh-huh, think we're, no. are we talking about ingrained? Like, is yes. that okay? Perfect. Okay. Cause yeah. Um, And then, Okay. So yeah, that same, it was, it was a fantasized idea to me that um, it was my way of escaping my um, emotions and my reality that uh, I had some deeply rooted shit. And so it was always, I was always out fantasizing about like what a, what a good life would be like or what a, what a perfect life was and marriage was in there and it was like idealized, like you said too, um, because we had no concept. I had I didn't. So to be like, uh, to be like factual here, um, when I was born, there was no marriage when I was born. I didn't even stay with my mother when I was born. I went and was off with some other very interesting characters. And that wasn't there wasn't marriage there. And uh, so there was no marriage. I hadn't seen any marriage. And so I had no idea. And then when I got adopted, my parents were already married. And so, you know, looking in the wedding album and seeing my mom, like, you know, those pictures from the fucking 80s or whatever, like where they're all glossy and they look like friggin' I don't know. It's like headshots. Everyone's doing headshots with their big hair and shit. Like it was, um, it was very fantasy, fantasy type thing. So uh, yeah, that was, um, that's what it was for me.
0: Yeah, that's totally fair. And, and um, and so that leads to like for what did you think that marriage was going to be like as a child? Like for me, I thought, you know, it was going to be that, okay, you got married and everything just fell into place. Like you got married and then you had kids and you have the house and like, yep. you know, no one ever talked about. And, and as a kid, you didn't really see that. Like you've seen struggles, but, you know, it was just so, and again, maybe that is like the... Movies and stuff like that, making it seem like, and because you're not involved in those adult conversations, obviously that that's exactly what marriage should be like. It's all lati and rainbows mm-hmm. and unicorns, and 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 I'm not saying that some aren't. And yeah, it should be happy times, but that's you don't get those happy times without like growth and and like yes. happens and you evolution still have to go through shit. Like it doesn't matter how much you love someone or how happy you are and and how good energy you are. Life still comes at you and marriage to me and like being in a relationship, it's like when you're at your lowest, um, that that person's there to be there with you, obviously with respect to them, if you're hurting them, then no, but you know, and, and being there and, 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 not giving up, but when you're a kid, you just think it's like this literally fairy tale where then everything else yes. after is just going to fall into place and you're going to feel so different being a wife. And then it, you know, it's just wild how that changes as you oh, grow I up see. yeah, and you start
1: to see like things for what they are and you start kind of like witnessing, um, you know, I, and I, the, again, like even in my, some of my worst relationships I was ever in, there was still that fantasize about marriage because it was like, that was the be all end all. That was the fixer. Get married and have children and then they love you like that. And that's yeah. where I realized like that was a toxic thought process and that um idealizing or fantasizing about something like that wasn't necessarily what I needed to be doing and it was hard you know like um I because I did too I thought that it was all la-ti-da and uh never saw my parents fight never saw them argue I maybe once or twice seen them like kind of sarcastically say things back and forth because I picked up on that but I never understood it you know like my yep. dad would leave the cupboard doors open and my mom would roll her eyes and go oh, and I but it was funny <laughs> yeah you know yeah and now hilariously my boyfriend leaves the cupboard doors open and I'm over here going "Oh, yes you know so it's so very strange and yeah. um <laughs> fuck yeah I had no idea and and then when you know like I said my parents were together what 33 years and then split when I was 21 that shit fucked me up like right I had no idea I was like and there were times where I was telling myself I'm glad they did this when I was older but I was nowhere it it didn't matter it was detrimental because everything I thought I knew was completely fucking shattered and that's no beef to my dad or my mom. Nothing. Like I have no no qualms about it anymore. But that's what that was like. It was like at the time especially. I grew up witnessing this perfection yeah. in this fucking fantasy land, and reality only to have the carpet like literally ripped right out from underneath my feet in the most crucial time of my life. Like twenty one was a fucked up year of my life. Like ah, uh, uh, oh my god,
0: <laughs> right. No, and then too, and then, but that, like you said, then you had this idea of that, that's, and then, so if, if that couldn't happen for your parents after you witnessed it after so many years, then, and then if you're not feeling good about yourself, then you're like, oh, well, then now this is not I questioned it. Me. I yeah. questioned
1: it. I was like, yeah. what the fuck even is love? Like, do I even know? Like, literally, man, I went on the craziest, like, downward spiral with my with my dad and I was just like I don't even fucking know who you are like everything I thought I knew about you is a lie like why why would you fucking do that why would you not be honest like why wouldn't you be you know because me and my dad I was daddy's little girl and we were best buds and we would have the most deep intellectual conversations and then as I got older and older and the questions started getting more like in depth there were less like Lot like less responses there was a lot more of I don't know and that shit pissed me off yeah. and then then to have that like to see everything be like all lovey all great and then also throwing this in there to talk to me uh, my entire life about how everything's about looks it became mm-hmm. very clear how mm-hmm. vain he truly was and the pedestal just fucking just got crumbled yeah, I was I like everything Yo, else. You question. You're like a vain ass piece of shit. Like, fuck you. And then I had to go into this other stage where I was like, you know what? He's a person. Mm-hmm. And if he doesn't love mom, that's okay. That needs, that has to kind of have to be okay. I have to kind of find a way to accept that. I was just like very upset about the way it went about. And I will fucking openly say that, like they were, it was a lie. And I just wish that they had a little more respect for me in the sense that I would have been able to understand it differently had they been not so secretive and then turned around and tried to be like, well, you know, it is what it is. Like, no, the fuck it isn't. What, what happened was wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't negate the fact that if you're not in love with someone, you shouldn't be, but don't, don't wait five years. And then go and get involved in an emotional relationship, like a, uh, an emotional affair with someone, and then turn around and tell me that um, you didn't do anything. Yeah, no, you sure absolutely. as fuck didn't. You did not try to say anything. You you were kind of a coward in the sense that you had no balls to be like, look, I'm not happy. He could have just said that to her, but instead it was, I'm sorry, this is turning into like a bash. I don't, I love my fucking dad guys. I love that man. He is, he's a blessing, but this is just like, this is truth here. He, um he said, he just, he kind of made excuses like I didn't want to hurt her. So lying for five years and then having an affair emotionally was the better way to go. Okay.
0: I, and s- I think see how that is. And I think too, that's like such a big Testament to say like, that where we say, it's like, I for one think that marriage should not be taken lightly and neither divorce, but also, like I said, not to be trapped by it because yeah. it actually does so much more harm
2: than being last
0: right? And it hurts so many more people. And I think then it also then skews your and then potentially like your brother's idea of what marriage is and that could like have a ripple effect when there's no honesty in it and humility in it and I think this is where always again we circle around to egos getting in the way yeah Um,
1: my ego is fucking and I that's again I have to like quickly disclaimer this like that's that was my personal interpretation of it I don't know for sure and I don't need to know for sure because everything's all Gucci now and like all good everyone's where they need to be but that's like at 21 in that time of my life where like literally I was coming out of the most fucked up relationship and just jumped back into another one I was fucked over that because uh it was my dad was literally like I just saw it for what it was and it was really hard to see that he wasn't this perfect person so that's Mm -hmm. what it was for me it was the shattering of the image that I had built of him and that so i had to like discover like okay he's a human he's got feelings and he should be able to you know he and i don't know fuck i have not been in that position where i've not been um able to be like i don't know how to do this because they had a business they had two kids they had a fucking home like they had a life there was a lot there was a lot of shit there there's a lot of pressure Yeah, so I don't fucking know. Every time I've ever not been in love with someone, I've been like, yo, peace out. Or I've done something stupid and horrible so that they hate me and I can't go back. That's the truth. So, (laughs) I mean, mean,
0: I'm probably a demon for doing that. Uh, So, no, that's totally fair. But like, but that's the thing. So it's like for you, it's just like almost like a little instability of what marriage is because it went from non-existent to this like magical one to being kind of like, you know, not, not saying that it was, uh, cause I don't know either, but like in your mind at that time, it was like, almost felt like it was maybe not all true, yeah. Well, obviously it was to a certain point. And then, um, then you start questioning because everything and, and yourself, like, do I have the right ability to then choose for myself? Because, um, obviously I've not seen this in someone that I'm close and closest to, and then it almost like puts a little insecurity in yourself when it comes to making those choices. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people don't understand, um, people don't understand a little bit, um, kind of how that affects, uh, those around you and your family, especially your kids, when they look up to that and they're learning what marriage is based off of your relationship. Right. So it's, it's, I think it's super important to have those conversations, especially after things end so that there's some clarity for the kids too. I know things are hard and mentally I know, cause I've been there. I'm not with kids, but at, you know, it's kind of like helping them understand too, because they're going to start forming patterns and thoughts that aren't great when it comes to their own personal relationships and marriage itself and kind of, and, and the, and the trusting and the, you know, all that kind of thing. So um how do you feel about marriage now? Like,
1: mm, this is a good one. Um Marriage now in my mind is not a p- perfect painted picture. Marriage to me now is, Uh, constant work in progress and it's Mm -hmm. just like being honestly it's just like I think of it as um, I honestly don't pedestal marriage anymore I'm like Mm -hmm. there is nothing different about being married than there is about being in a relationship being in a relationship alone whether it's a platonic with a friend or a romantic with a like a sexual romantic kind of partnership it takes constant work you have to constantly be on the path of trying to um, evolve. Mm-hmm. Because if you just continually do the same shit and stay stuck in the same shit, you're not going to grow together. Like, you got to you gotta call each other out. You got to, like... There are going to be days where not both... Like, for me specifically, I'm not always top shelf 100%. There are days when I'm fucking, like, 25% and Ryan has to pull the other side of that. And uh, it's tough. But yeah. then... There are days where he's not a hundred percent and I got to pull the other way. And that's, that's what it is. That's to me, it's, it's a, ba- it's a balance. It's a constant teeter totter of showing up when you can, how you can communicating, honesty, loyalty, like trust. You have to build a solid ass motherfucking foundation because mm-hmm. let me tell you something, you know, that um, the, the three little pig story with the wolf Yep, and how each house got blown over. That's exactly how your relationship will be if you don't put the work in. You can't just post shit on fucking line and this is all perfect and that's all perfect and then it's a bullshit lie in the background. Like you, if you're going to, you know, I, and that's why one of the things I've had to learn in for me personally, I don't blast all kinds of things in the social media for me anymore because I went from blasting all the time to not having a partner who doesn't do that and I couldn't figure out why and then I figured out it's just like he's just a little more private like Mm -hmm. he doesn't feel he and I love him for this because he's so magical he legit does not need validation from anybody and I fucking love that about my boyfriend like he is so solid in himself in that way that he's like I don't need fucking people to know he's like I love you you love me I know that I don't need it to be a fucking big gong show on the internet or whatever and like I'm, I'm for it, but it, it took me a long time. Cause I was like, well, he doesn't love me. He mm-hmm. doesn't love me. He doesn't, he doesn't like, he doesn't, you know, sh- I'm I'm not like the be all end all. I'm not all over everything. I'm not in his story, but I had to remove myself from that. I'm like, this is a completely different relationship, dude. You're in a totally different ball game here. Yeah. You're actually with someone who wants to grow with you because you actually to- took the step to go, Hey, I have to grow now too. And in that moment it was like, we were like the shift happened. So that went everywhere. How do you feel about (laughs) marriage now?
0: Well, too. And I think one thing to kind of dial into that is like, um, one thing we talked about, like all the time is like, and you know, your love languages and stuff, right? So, um, sometimes that's just not how, so for example, if he was someone that was continually posting all the time, nonstop, and you were never a part of that, like, to me, that would be a little bit more of like, okay, that's, yeah,
1: And he's not, he's not posting all the time. Exactly.
0: He's not posting like once in a while. And if not, it's usually like resharing your stuff or whatever, you know what I mean? (laughs) So it's, it's not like it at that point, but it's hard when you have that insecurity and if that is your love language, um, to not take that personally without having that uh, bridge of communication. Right. So, yeah. um, to further that, what marriage to me now is, uh, and what it, what it would be. So like to answer this, I kind of put these questions in a weird spot, but like, so, um, we know for now, like you've never been legally married myself. I haven't been divorced, um, but not currently, but we're both in long-term relationships and that's like, where our where we're going for that. Um, so now I think uh, marriage is hundred uh, percent communication and honesty and not giving up on that person. Um, especially when it comes to their um, personal growth, um, because, the hardship, the hardship because everyone goes through stuff as their own person. And I feel like sometimes like I, for a long time, I would take a lot of that stuff personally or like, you know, and, and I had to realize, okay, but this person is growing on their own and doing their own things as, as soon as I am. And that has nothing to do with me. And once I started opening the doors of having conversations like, Oh, I'm not feeling good about this. Or can you help me understand this? Cause my brain, yeah. you know, our thought processes are completely different and how I take something is not always how it's meant to be received. So opening up that um, ego and letting it go and being um, humble to say, I, maybe I didn't take that the right way, or maybe I'm being insecure right now, or whatever um and and feeling safe so being safe to being vulnerable and communicating about it because um i totally agree that the person that you spend the rest of life with should be your best friend because yeah i want to hang out you know with my spouse i want to hang out with gran i don't you know like i want to tell him those things and <laughs> i just find it wild when some people are like oh i'm gonna get away from blah blah for the weekend like yeah we need our our space for sure like everyone i've
1: never lunch. said that but
0: like you know like you know, whatever. Everyone's I'm a tit though. But you know, everyone's different though. Some people like to be by themselves, right? And having that energy and a constant uh, um, person around. Like everyone's different. So I get some people needing to just have their own space, but like to not want to share things like, yeah, you should 100% want to be excited to be with this person, but also feeling safe to go through the hard stuff. Like whatever happens in the world, we're there together and we're going to sit there with each other, listen talk it out. And then, you know, like, especially right now in the world, like I feel safe knowing that I have my spouse, like has my back. And, um, I don't know if I've felt that until now. So yeah, marriage, um, for me now is totally different back then. It was, you know, you did the things and you got married and you know, you followed through. Um, but there's like an element of excitement in my relationship now of, continual growth and becoming who I am and feeling safe in and stepping into whoever it is that I want to be um and I'm not saying that my ex did that to me it was probably more of myself doing that and putting that pressure and thinking that I had to show up as a certain person um in a certain way so uh that kind of leads um kind of leads into um if we feel like society has put pressure on marriage or pressured yourself is that I feel like I definitely pressured myself in the fact that I, that's what I just thought we had to do. And then also glamorize it to think that, you know, once that happened, I'd have this like feeling of something, euphoria euphoria and that everything was going to just fall into line and birds were going to sing. And so it's like, (laughs) I equally like, Oh my
1: God, me too.
0: I equally put that pressure on myself, but also, I think I absorbed that in the sense of that's just a lot of the times what it seemed like because it was either people fought and they were divorced or they were like happily married in this. so i I don't know. how did do, do you feel like society's ever pressured you to be married or is, have you pressured yourself to ever? have that or do you just feel like um,
1: maybe not okay so like in okay yes 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 okay definitely yes pressured societal because um and I think you've helped me talk through this as well because I'm here I am 30 with a fucking five-year-old and I'm like I should be like I should be where my friends are I have all like all my friends back home in Grand Prairie married and two babies house acreage things like all this stuff and I'm like hey they also didn't go through a lot of the shit that you went through. So don't be hard on yourself that you, ha- are, you are just becoming who you are now. Be happy that it's now, like you said. You say this to me all the time. Be glad mm-hmm. that it's happening to me now rather than when I'm older and I've lost a lot of that time. So society was de- – there was definitely pressure that way, but I think that was also a lot that I put on myself from comparing. Yes, totally, us.
0: Absolutely. Because oh I'm
1: like, I don't need to be married. I don't fucking need to do shit. I fucking love my life. And yes. what is marriage but a big fucking gong show? It's just a big show. I, in my personal opinion, I grew up thinking I wanted to have 900 people at my wedding and all this <laughs> fucking shit. I will literally take him, go barefoot out in the forest, have some person, and literally do it that way. That's the, Because it's to me, marriage is like, it should be something for it should be for the two of you the about the union of the two of you i don't think and i also watching my um watching my ex marry his his soulmate and how they're you know they had a small quaint little wedding and it also has to do with cuz it's covid but that was like That was awesome to see that and to have cash to get to be a part of that. I was like, this is how it should be. You don't need to have 900 people have the fucking Vera Wang dress. Like, fuck,
0: I'll get married in a paper bag. Yeah, yeah, totally. (laughs) And I think think that's what I didn't see. And I don't know if that comes with age or if that came through going through my experience where it was just like, and, mm, I mean, yeah, I, I get it having the beautiful wedding. I did the same thing. I stressed for years. I did everything by hand. I, you know, um, and I think that in a sense where it's like, I thought that the the wedding would set the tone of the marriage and that that was, you know, this was my and, and not saying that you should go into a marriage being like, I'm going to get married again. Like, no, you should think like, <laughs> this is the one time I'm going to do it. Right. So you want to do yeah, it. Yeah, 100%. Right and, not like, Oh, I'll get it right the next time. That's not really the mindset you should go into it. Oh my God. Um, no, that's kind of a flag. But also like now <laughs> that I look back at it, it's like, those things were important. And I had a good time and I did have the beautiful wedding at Tanamara and yeah. um, I had my whole extended family there and it was the most beautiful dress. And, and I, I, I would not change any of that, but now I'm more like if we're doing this, like, especially, and I agree, like the small quaint, I don't need to show, and I guess that's the validation, I don't need to show with this big celebration my yeah. love for this person because I'll have that union because, like you said, it's that union of that person um, and the, the lives together. And, yeah, you want to have your friends there because they care about your family because they care about you, and yeah. the, obviously, but it doesn't have to be this big show um, where all those, like, traditional – that was, like, such a pressure that um, I didn't that I didn't really expect because I thought I wanted it was the – the pressures of having traditional things in weddings. Um,
1: mm. I was never a traditional girl. I was going to get married in like a fucking some kind of colorful dress. That was always the way it was going to be for me.
0: Right. And so, well, and but I mean, like you have this, like, and I still think the same thing because now I like want to marry, you know, Grant and like same excited, like I love that. But at the end of the day, I think for me, like all those pressures of all that stuff, it, it won't be as important because it's just like um, you've grown. Uh, yeah, totally. Yeah, exactly. And so it's just nice now to be like, yeah, of course I'd be excited to do that again. Don't get me wrong. Like I do, of course, still have that little tiny marriage fantasy of like, you know, picking the dress again and just yeah. like, the little things, the little things yeah. that are- that are like okay who's gonna be there and you know like when are we gonna do it and those things not like oh you have to have your mother daughter or mother daughter dance that's weird you're you know like all those traditions you gotta, throw <laughs> you gotta cut the cake at this time you need these like it's all great and I'm not bashing it at all but no I feel it's like just not for, for us year, well I feel like the year and a half leading up to that that's what I focus on so much more than my personal growth my relationship growth where we are going how I was feeling like you know and just going through the motions of it, you know, not saying it's good, bad, the other, I don't, I never will regret anything that I've done at all yeah. because 100% it was where a hundred percent, a hundred percent. And I love that life, like that chapter, there was good, bad, and all of it, but it also, everything shaped me to who I am today. If yes. I had nothing but amazing thing happen to me, maybe I wouldn't be, you know, we've gone through this So I, this is something, but it just shifted my view on, what marriage is and what I'm looking forward to in my relationship now, knowing that I don't need that, although I want it because I do love the union of it. And I think it's a beautiful testament of love. No matter how you celebrate it, that's personally up to you. Yeah. 100%. What I'm saying now is my celebration looks a lot different than it did then. And um, what's important to me. So my point is is that do all those things, but don't put your fucking self through the pressure of making yeah. other people so happy.
1: Yes, it's like, your fucking it's for wedding. You.
0: Yes, exactly. So if you want to have it, like do it. If you want to have your 900 people for sure. It for me I did the bigger wedding and I did all that so knowing the first time and where I'm at in life that's just not what my focus is, but I understand that because I went for that too. Um yeah. but it's just not where I'm at now. Um also that could mean just like with our age, right? Like it's when you're if you did it in your 20s it gets so much more glamorized and you think life is so much different than it's going to be and then you realize what's more important and you're like oh, okay. sitting at the table isn't really important for one day like and also just have you ever been in a wedding (laughs) yeah
1: bitches are fucked sometimes
0: (laughs) it's a hard time like Like, I
1: am not I'm not shooting anyone shots here but like I've been in wedding parties and I am always to my friends when i when they get married I'm like do not ask me to be your maid of honor I do not want that pressure and I also don't want to deal with the girls being pissed off that you picked me I don't want to deal with it I've That's listened totally and hard. even my, my my good girlfriend here Britt she talks about it too and like she she just the pressure I saw on her face the stress that I saw on her face thinking about how she'd pick someone to be a maid of honor and I'm like holy shit it's your wedding why do you give a fuck about your mom and your two sisters like fuck that well, it's yeah, not it about
0: is. them no and it's so hard not to because you just literally want everyone to have the best time and you're just like I'm not like that I'm like I care about I,
1: me having a good time
0: and no and and like on now I am for sure but then it was like you know yeah. that I was a very different person like 10 oh, years ago yeah right are, so yeah. it's different space and like I wasn't like so like and it wasn't anybody was pressuring or getting mad or anything like that but you just feel like that you know, pressure I, wasn't, I was planning it in a place that I wasn't living and you know, there's so many factors, and we were paying uh, cash for it, so it's like you had to. Work, we had, were working really hard to pay for it, and you know, I don't take any of it back by any means, except for the pressures that I put on myself mm-hmm. and the ideals of like how this one day was going to set the tone for the marriage and how you think. Like I always say this: like when you get married, it's like everything changes, but nothing changes.
1: Yeah, and I'm like, how does it? Everything change? Like you're literally having a ceremony and then signing a piece of paper that essentially says you are now like a union ship
0: but what's your common law for a lot of the times you have a lot of
1: the same shit,
0: the same shit. So it is. So like, that's what I mean is like taking all that out and just looking for the beauty of the union and celebrating your love. I think for me is my future goal or thoughts of marriage now. um, And then let's lead into pressures of being in a marriage. So then once you get into a marriage, I think society, um, Not society, but whether that's they're telling us, or that's just what we see, or that's what we're absorbing, um, is that you know you have to be a certain way, and um, not that that was a pressure like for me personally by anybody putting it on me. Like I said, a lot of these I think I just put on myself because that's just what I assumed you did to make people happy. Um, But I think like, and uh, moms are the same way. They have so many different things that people are like, oh well, this wife does this, so I've got to hurry up and clean the house, and I've got to. Make sure I'm making a good dinner, and I've got to make sure that I'm not too focused on my goals because I got to be showing up for all these things, oh, and I got to stay in, stay in shape so that you know, or I've got to whatever, and like then all of a sudden, soon as you get married, then it's like okay, when are you having kids? And Ugh. you know, and it's just like one thing after another, and it's just like I'm glad that we're there's so many people living different lives now, either not getting married at all, or staying in common law, or yep. you know, just living in their divorce, or staying by themselves, or you know, doing their own damn thing. Exactly. And I feel like we're so much more free to do that. But I feel like dial it back 10 years ago, you know, even when we were teenagers, like that <sighs> was even less. So, yeah. you know, it's just like, I feel like over time, these pressures and, and, uh, um, uh, and the, what is considered normal is changing, which is great, but it's like those patterns that you've created, they don't go away overnight, right? No, it so- takes
1: time and effort. It. and um it's it's about like who you surround yourself with too like uh I have um I have you now and I have so many other great people that just really support me and um I try to support you guys as best as I can too it's just like life is so much better now like oh so much
0: I agree and like um for me I feel like before when I was a wife like that's when like we said when Pinterest first came out and it was oh. like all these pinterest wives are doing all these things there's nothing wrong with that but if you are no, i know the pressure though yeah and then if you're struggling with your own insecurities already and then you're seeing that other people are even doing more and just and you don't know how to put up those blocks and boundaries and to absorb that social media is what it is and it's a highlight reel it really like we've talked about this before really fucks with your brain and then you're thinking okay well this must be how society thinks i should show up how i should dress how i should act how i should be and and like we go back and forth with these pressures it's like there's a degree of level of like we need to own ourselves and be honest and authentic in it. So other people feel safe to do that as well. Meanwhile, blocking out that, like no one can really put the pressure on you if you're going to accept that. Yeah. I mean, obviously there's people in your lives being like, you know, like, and I'm sure I've probably put the heat a few times and not meaning to, but that's just what you're programmed in a sense to do. And it's hard to let that go to be like, well, it's not really going to change our relationship. And then you're like, Oh, well, but you know, that's where I want to see our future going. And then you play this back and forth and you know, there's a line between holding yourself to the pressures of society um, and then you also being in control of that in your own self and believing those narratives Mm -hmm. and finding the people that reflect the same feelings as you and that will validate that for you right and not everyone will and that's okay like that's why people have plethora of different friends that you can feel safe to go and talk to about it right.
1: And, and yeah, like that's the one of the greatest things too. Like what you said, like different different friends for different things. Sometimes like um, mm-hmm. that's and that's okay. Like I, it's so weird how we grew up in this weird ass fucking like concept of you know you have like you, you tell your parents everything, and it's, it's like well that doesn't necessarily work for everybody. Not the best relationship with their parents, and like you know you have friends that like kind of. I had a lot of like like there was a lot. I'm gonna. Ooh, how would I put this delicately? Uh, I had a lot of people in my direct um, corner that I very much felt like wanted to control me. And I mm-hmm. never understood the creepy possessiveness of some of these girls. Yeah. And it's just like, mad am I glad I fucking didn't feed into that shit. And I was always like, like what the hell do you think are you what are you my mom like fuck out of here with that
0: and I feel like when people try to control um how your outcome in your life is is because they're trying to like somehow find answers for their own lives. whether that's like if you do the same as them then it's validating that their actions are good or if you're doing something different maybe that's like I don't know like outing you as a person that's not safe and that can't like you know, that's going to hold them to being a different person or, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, And that's true. Um, like I
1: never thought about it like that, but I was always so offended by like that, that idea that like, like, don't try to fucking tell me what to do. It's just not going to work.
0: Totally. Totally. So um, with this one, I love it because I feel like we're just kind of more organically speaking about it. But one thing I would like, uh, like to go around is what I would go back and tell my married self. And I feel mm. like if I could go back, I would just like tell myself that, And, you know, I'm not going to say that I would say, don't do it because again, where I am today is exactly where I'm supposed to be. And I believe, and I will always say that, that, that chapter in my life got me here. Um, but I think I would go back and just tell myself to be more myself and honor myself and not worry so much of how I thought I needed to show up as a wife and show up as who I am as a person Mm. and that your partner should love you regardless, because you're still the same person you were as labeled as a girlfriend, as you were as a wife, yeah. um, that doesn't change. You don't all of a sudden get all these duties where you're responsible for doing all those things, because as a partner before then you already should have that ebb and flow of your relationship. Like you said, some days you show up better and some days they show up better. It's just how it is because we're human beings and life it's not like you said, it's like the big bad wolf. Like if you don't have the foundation, there's a lot of wolves that are going to come around and try and break your shit down. And nobody is there ever. Right. And you have to have that solid foundation. Um, And so like, yeah, I think for me, it's just like, I don't ever regret that, but I'm excited to be very aware of who I am now and understanding what I I'm looking for in that, you know, in that marriage and, and finding that now and, and exploring that in a different way. And I just think it's such a beautiful thing. Um, once you can let go of the humility and the shame of like necessarily like being divorced and just like yeah, finding the right person and then finding what's best for you, because both of us are now super happy in the, in the right places. And, um, I think that's beautiful. And I think that's growth and evolution. And, uh, I spent far too much time being like shamed about it or down about it. Um, but yeah, I had a lot of people around me dealing with those pressures of after, um, and how it feels. And it's really not this like shame thing that people need to carry around them either. Right. So um, and there's beauty in remarriage and finding yourself in someone else too. Like there's so many amazing people in the world. Um, I'm kind of squirreling, but, um, um, so advice for people that are kind of feeling the pressure to be married. So you can ask maybe, I don't know if you ever had pressure in your relationship now, like anybody being like pushing to you guys getting married. Oh no, there is Did no pushing a little bit. Yeah, there is no pushing of that. Relation. Yeah, that's good. We kind of talked about this, I think in the last episode. Um, so that's good. Um, and we're, we're not the same. we don't feel pressure, but we definitely get asked a lot of the time. And I think it's kind of just, I used to get annoyed with it, but now I'm like, oh no, it's just coming from a place because people just want to see us together and together forever and I think that's really cool and I love when people cheer on relationships but um I'm actually gonna say it's backwards
1: here like there's (laughs) like it's like they're like don't be in a hurry like they're like and also with having kids they're very much like they're like my mother-in-law like talks about it like we're not gonna do it and I'm like bitch if you don't think I'm gonna have his babies like I think you're on another planet
0: (laughs) (laughs) and it's like you said it's not a race right like and it's also not her call Yes, that's when that happens, yeah. And it's also like it's not a race, it's um, it's happens things will happen when they happen. Um, but for those that are feeling pressured either to get married and just don't accept those pressures, like you're anything that's gonna be not bringing happiness to your life should really just be mitigated. And I'm not saying cut the people out, but there's no point in holding those conversations,
1: evaluate what you need to take on and what you don't,
0: yeah. And if that you know, and that's you know, or if you're in a marriage right now and you're feeling pressure, like. Communicate, communicate to your spouse what's going on, communicate to, you know, maybe a family member, a best friend, like, or therapist. If you don't want to have someone, you know, like anybody, just like make sure you talk about it and don't like let those pressures fester because I think then it just grows these like other feelings and patterns that you don't realize are growing um, if you don't talk about it. So definitely make sure that whether you're being pressured into being married or to stay in a marriage like at the end of the day we always say like you have to do what's best for you Mm -hmm. people can dictate your life and they're going to try
1: oh yeah oh they will
0: at every like really at every friggin' angle people are going to try and tell you and i think that's where it's like you have to kind of just decide if you're going to hold space for people pressuring you to do anything in your life that you don't want to whether that's your family like and and too, like what are your internal pressures what are you absorbing maybe that's not the best like let's say for always looking at, um, for, we'll just go with Pinterest moms that are always like, you know, having these best birthdays and I'm not saying there's nothing wrong, but if that's just not the focus in your life, like that's okay. Maybe stop following those people for right now Mm -hmm. and follow ones that, you know, are in the same boat where that's just not the focus or you can't afford it or whatever it is like really having that community around you that not like shun out other people's experiences by any means, but people that are going to inspire you, um, and they're chaotic messes too because we all are chaotic messes some are just more clean in other aspects than others if that even makes any sense
1: yes it does
0: i don't have kids so i can't be there but i can tell you i've had t- plenty of other messes and other lives and other things and lives I have so many lives um but that doesn't mean that like any of the pressures the the tools can't be the same so if you're getting pressure from work or spouse or family or whatever right like you really have to stop and be like okay hold on what's important to me have the conversations communicate like hey I'm feeling this kind of pressure can we talk about it like a lot of pressures are probably from unknown things made up anxieties made up pathways in our head
1: yep 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 and
0: and all those types of things so all the ups with with that I, I think we're pretty good for this one should we jump over to our amazing guest of the show
1: yeah, like I really feel um again my my guys I wasn't married haven't been we're will keep you posted on that side of it but Brandy had a lot of good things to say and um also the fact that she has been married uh was like I, I like that evolution that you've gone through where um I just I just like I just like it all. So I think that yeah, I think we could uh, jump over and um just uh, pick up on the next person. <laughs>
0: All right, babes, now we're going to get on to our first guest um, of the show, and I cannot tell you how excited we are to have her. I, I texted Kayla immediately. I was like, oh my goodness, our favorite girl is coming on the show. I'm so pumped. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce our friend Kendall. Hi, babe. How's it going?
2: Good, you. Thank you so much for having me. Honestly, it's an honor to be on your show.
0: Oh, we're so excited. And I knew I wanted to have you on there, um, mainly because obviously, like I said, huge fangirl. We um, love just your vibe and your energy and how you're just so authentic and it fits right in with our show. So when I started planning um, and I thought about this, just, just kind of how you've been recently posting about even talking about maybe doing a podcast, I was like, Oh yeah, this is it. Let's bring her in right away. Let's go season two. And um, yeah. So thank you so much for coming on. So um, let's just jump right into it. If you're okay with that Um, growing up, did you always know that you wanted to get married?
2: That's a great question. And, you know, I'm not sure it was something I learned about as a young girl. I feel like it became more important to me as I turned about 16. And that's when I started to really feel strongly about marriage.
0: Oh, that's so cute. I think that's yeah. like such a pivotal time at an age, right? Like maybe that's when like all those movies, I don't know. Cause I think we're uh, same age. And I think at that time too, there were so many movies about that, like, that time you know what I mean like around that that like 90s era is always like those love romance and that's just you know there's a lot of it at that time
2: oh yeah exactly it plays such a or it has such an impact on like your dreams and your vision for the future like every girl wants that happily ever after
0: yeah oh for sure and that cinderella story you know (laughs) thanks Disney where are my animals that are cleaning the house because that was complete bullshit (laughs) yeah if if anything they make the house dirtier but we love them (laughs) Um, so if you answered yes do you feel um like like we're just talking about that this is something that um because it was around that you did it or is it something that you always knew you wanted
2: um you know honestly for me my parents have the most beautiful and inspiring marriage and their love all around them on a daily basis and I truly just wanted to one day have that next level relationship but with the person who I loved so like their love inspired me to want to be married and to have that type of relationship yeah
0: that's so beautiful I love that
2: oh yeah
0: because it's something yeah that made you feel safe and loved and you know you just want to replicate that for yourself And and I think that's that's super that's super awesome and it always like I think I didn't grow up with that like with my parents their divorced but they remarried and they definitely had that again in it um but I always found my friends parents I had those like they've been together since they're like high school and they're together till through their 50s and you know like just it was like I could have that one day too <laughs> Yeah and it's just like yeah I love that you just want to mirror that for yourself that's amazing Um what do you think marriage was going to be as a young child or young adult
2: Oh my gosh, as a child, honestly, I thought it would be all glitter and happily ever after. Like (laughs) When I was younger, I seen marriage as this achievement of love and I thought, you know, I would grow up, I would buy a house, make it a home, get married, have kids and just live happily ever after. I did not see the work, the effort or the struggles that actually come with dictating your life or, or dedicating your life and every day to just one person you know
0: oh totally it's i totally agree with you smart and then too you have like i said the movies and the disney that glamorize it and then as a kid you don't you know really for the most part i mean i can't speak for everyone um, but for the most part you don't see those you know marital struggles or all the effort and like you said there's it's it's super eye-opening when you're going through it and you know you're just like oh oh, okay that's different
2: (laughs) that's not what
0: the movies was like (laughs)
2: And I feel like as well, those couples who do have a strong marriage and a great foundation to their relationship, they make it look easy, right? Because their problems aren't public problems. Mm -hmm. They've learned to deal with their things behind closed doors. And so then, you know, people who are in love, you look at them, you're like, well it's it's perfect when it's not it not necessarily is.
0: Oh totally. Oh absolutely. And I, I think that's and I feel right now, especially over the last eighteen months, since most of our lives has been online, um, a lot of the time it's really hard to have that disconnect and realize, you know, like we're looking at highlight reels and for the most part in real life we are too. Um and social media just kind of highlights that a little bit. And uh yeah and then you have your um mental patterns and thought patterns in yourself. And it's just like it's a hot mess sometimes when you get older. And when you're younger, you're just so carefree and oh it's just gonna, gonna be a beautiful bride and it's gonna be amazing. And it's gonna be like castle and da. Yeah. Dang. Nope. Right. <laughs> not not quite not quite it. Uh whoops. Um so what would you as you grew, did your thought on marriage kind of change like maybe in like your earlier
2: twenties? Um yeah, honestly I feel like oh, <laughs> I feel like I've realized that marriage is a lot of work and it is putting in effort every single day it is about I don't know like overcoming hurdles together and mm-hmm. being a team and you know you might not like that person every single day of your relationship but you love them and you get through the hard times and you don't give up and to me that is marriage now
0: totally. right like as a kid
2: I never I never realized that
0: yes and but there's so much depth, more depth to it
2: there really is and I think it's beautiful and I think that you know the chaos and the crazy days and even the bad days the days when you're fighting and crying like that builds strength oh yeah that You forward right in your relationship and yeah a lot of people are ashamed of that and I don't think you should be ashamed of that when you have those days or those periods of time in your relationship I think that's a part of marriage
0: oh absolutely well and it's like an ebb and flow right like there's some days that I'm having a complete panic about everything in life and you know like Grant pulls me back and is like hey everything's fine and then you know like I'm probably a psycho bitch that day and not very fun and tolerable or it'll just be like a couple days later when he's having a moment you know and, and it's you know, having the humility of that, we're all growing and experiencing stuff and loving that person enough to hold them through the good times. I mean, there's, there's obviously boundaries. um, But yeah, when it's coming to like personal growth, as opposed to like relational growth, like some people grow differently. And I, you know, you have to learn to respect their growth as a person. Meanwhile, like holding them, I think more accountable to the relationship growth is kind of like there's balances to all of that.
2: Almost definitely. And I love how you said that like relationship growth and personal growth Mm -hmm. because those are two very different things.
0: Yes. And I feel like a lot of people um, lose one or the other as like, and I think uh, everyone in relationships, you go through the different ways because you're testing each other and like learning what's good and what's new as you're growing into and evolving into new people. And I think that's my favorite thing about us that mirrors you guys too, is the never giving up, right? Like, being honest with each other and talking and through the hard times, you know, it's not great, but you don't want to give up on that person just because they're growing. Now, if it's like actually affecting you as in the relationship, then that's a whole different conversation, you know, but holding space to have those honest talks and getting it out there, I think is like huge. And you learned that in a marriage because you are with that person. Right. So yeah, I, I, I love, um, I love how that kind of, you found the depth in it and, uh, finding the balance between the two.
2: Yeah, exactly.
0: And do you, you, um, so I guess going through it now, have you ever been married or are you currently?
2: So unfortunately I was married before. It is truthfully my biggest regret, but I am divorced and now I'm engaged to the love of my life. And he's the most amazing man. And I feel like being with him has really completely an, honestly changed my whole perspective of love and marriage and what that really means
0: yes and that honestly you can just see it in your like aura (laughs) and I think that's like the best thing especially if you've like you're talking to a a fellow divorcee um so for me it's just like when you see the girls glow up after and like and that's not always to say that you know the other guy was terrible or whatever. That's irrelevant. It's just yeah. seeing that person come into their actual selves and living that. Um, cause I feel like once you get divorced, you learn a whole side of putting your ego aside and that humility yeah. of like, I just want to be authentic and happy for me. And literally nothing else matters. That sounds so selfish when I'm saying that out loud. Um, no, but it- if you've been through it, you know what I'm talking about. Right. And like, it's not yeah. easy, but it, it's a lot easier than what it currently is. And then when you get that, amazing you know then you're like oh my god okay maybe fucking disney stories are true <laughs> <laughs> right i mean not really but you know you it. can you can have that and i think you'll probably agree that there's points in your time where you just didn't think that existed and that glow of getting that is is such a wonderful thing and you see it i see it in a ton of my girlfriends when they're they start with the right person you're just like oh yes queen.
2: yeah no that is exactly how i feel it's like when you find your soulmate, your true self shines through.
0: Yeah, and you feel so safe, mm-hmm. and it's not yeah. something you realized. But- and it's like not even that you didn't realize you weren't safe before, or maybe you did. I'm speaking for onto, you know. But it was just like, oh, okay, this is what it's like to be honoring myself. Yes, and that's fucking. I love it for everyone. I'm like, yes, get it.
2: Me too. <laughs> that's enough. You like since finding Billy. And, my, and he is my soulmate. I just, I want that for everyone. I'm like, I want everyone to be able to feel, you know, the sparks every day and the happiness. And even on the hard days, I want them to to feel the love that I still feel, not being scared or sad or wanting to run away or, you know, it, it is crazy when you do get in that safe spot. Like you said, you just want that for everyone.
0: Yeah. And then you just get so, especially when you've seen them, like maybe, um, where they you know, being treated not the best, or you could just see that they're, you know, you never want to see your girlfriends or anybody for that matter, broken down. And like, I never want to see a marriage and like, I don't want to be the one, but I also, I'm not the type to be like, if that's not for you, honestly, like, and I'm sure you're in the same way where it's just like, you know, for me, it just like kind of clicked, um, but over time, like there's things. And then it was just like that moment of just like, okay. And, um, it, so to go through that, and if you've been through it, then you know how hard that is and to come on the other side and then see so much happiness and all the things and it's like it's it's so part of life like once you let it go then you find it you know (laughs) fuck yes (laughs) always the same way uh so before with your previous marriage um so do you feel like society pressured you um or is that something that like maybe you pressured yourself I know for me it was just like more of an internal thing um or did you feel like you made that choice because that is exactly what you wanted at the time
2: well I was in a very toxic relationship and So I was completely dumbfounded and blinded by, he was a narcissist and I was so captivated when he proposed, like the thought of a wedding and this celebration of love. I honestly thought that this could fix all our problems. You know, I put the pressure on creating this dream wedding and I just kept hoping in the back of my mind, like if this wedding is perfect, everything after that will become perfect too. And looking back, I'm like, it was ludicrous and I definitely had my head in the clouds because even though I had all these doubts, like to the core of my body, I was still pressuring myself to move past that. And I still pressured myself to proceed with the wedding and to get married, which is wrong. It's, it's so wrong.
0: And it's so wild for me. Um, because I just like, didn't even see that for myself. And it was like, it was after, Oh, no way. Me. And so it was just like, I just I, I don't know if it's because I thought that that's, you know, because I did like I was like, oh like, you know, I, like I kind of opposite. I guess I wasn't in a toxic relationship where it was like, it was noticeable that it, I wasn't with the right person. It was more oh. or less like I didn't realize that I just wasn't with my person. You know what I mean? if that okay, makes yeah. any sense, <laughs> oh, was, we got like, I'm very external and like outward and like energy and doing all the things, all the stuff. Right. And we just, that wasn't this, reciprocated. I need someone that's kind of like crazy like me. Right. So, um, yeah, it's kind of like one of those things for me, it was just like, that's what you do, you know, like, yeah, that's, that's, you know, we we're together, we got engaged and, you know, like there's nothing. Yeah, like it's the timeline, nothing's telling me not to. Like, you know, he's a good guy, things are good. And then after it was just like, okay, nothing changed, and that was okay. And then I lost myself completely. Um, so it's just like, oh, it's I feel for everyone that kind of goes through that because it's like no matter what, you just feel these pressures, whether that's internal society or just like cause that's what you do.
2: <laughs> no, I agree. And I think a lot of especially us as women, we have this timeline like well, we've been together for three years you know yeah. maybe we should engage and then now we should be engaged for two years and then get married and we're putting that pressure on us yeah. on ourselves and then we put that pressure on the relationship not even necessarily looking and seeing is it the right relationship for me yeah absolutely. right especially being a little younger like in our 20s and stuff yes right <laughs> like just And don't get me wrong. It is exciting and it is something that it makes people's parents proud. Your friends are excited. But again, that's all the wrong reasons.
0: Yeah. And honestly, no one's going to tell you that. And I, and like my mom said to me, like, would you have listened to me? I'm like, no. And that's fair. I wouldn't have, but you know, like, who's going to say that though? Like, uh, I don't think you should be because, you know, and, and I don't know about you, but like in all appearances, I was happy and I thought I was like, I was like, okay, this is life. Cool. Like, no, but then now, after a while, I was like, okay, no, I there's got to be more to like. I need to be myself. I think that's what it was for me. I lost myself, and now that I'm myself and I'm with someone that makes me feel safe in being myself, then I'm like flourishing even more. Where it's like I wasn't myself, so I was like wilting, and that's no disrespect to my ex husband. Honestly, that's just personalities, oh, right?
2: So cool. I kind of love that we both have like sort of opposite.
0: Yeah, sorry.
2: <laughs> Very cool. No, it's cool, and I love that, and I think that's really good for people who are listening to share that as well because in my situation like I had it was maybe three people who said to me you know Kendall what are you doing and you shouldn't be marrying this man and I remember one night my girlfriend she she said it to me and I was crying on the bathroom floor just being like I don't know what to do you know because deposits were paid and it was a few weeks out before the wedding and in my heart I knew yeah and then in your situation where you you know, you felt that it was the right thing to do, and yep. you were excited. Didn't realize till after. So it is kind of it's blindsided. Kind of cool Here, yeah, it's kind of cool to hear both sides though, because <sighs> everyone has a different reality, you know, and everyone has different pressures or no. And then again, at the same time, not every walking into every marriage is like that either. Like no. now that I am engaged to Billy, I have no doubts in my mind. I am over the moon. I'm so excited. I'm. I would. I wouldn't change anything. There's nothing I would change about him, about us, about our relationship. I love that. And that is the feeling in the world. And I know that there's other couples out there who, they have that as well. And, you know, so that's exciting too.
0: Yeah. And then as exactly, and it just seems so much easier. And like, and it wasn't that it was hard, but it wasn't like the, and I was like, oh, you just over romanticized what that would be like, you know, like, oh, you're just getting caught up in the hype of what marriage should be, or, you know what I mean? And And then I was like, I'm a very emotional person and I didn't think of it at the time, but when I look back, like I didn't cry on my wedding day and I don't, I don't know if that's an indication because my eyes was like so hyped up. I don't know. Um, yeah, but I'm a very emotional person. So I also was like, but then I was like, oh, don't look too far into it. Like, oh my gosh, you're just being silly. You know what? And, and again, there was nothing wrong with it, but I was just like, I'm not sure, you know, there's so many things that I want to do in my life and I just don't feel like I can do them, um, in the current situation that I am. And I felt very alone. Um, yeah. So that's, you know, but I, I just like went through all of it and it was just, you know, and then I was like, I kind of think I, pre- I think pressured myself in the sense of like, no, like don't even question yourself. Like this is, you know, why would you question mm-hmm. yourself? Just keep going. So, uh, and that's really exciting. Um, so it kind of answers the next question that, um, you are currently engaged and that's amazing. Um, Thank I, I really excited. And just to watch that and like your guys's first pictures that you guys posted, I think was like, um uh and a like little canoe type of thing or something like a little boat
2: or something (laughs) yes those were taken by danelle that was a few years ago now
0: yeah those i was just like i see that i was like oh that was just like okay this is it this is this is her moment like look at that glow i just loved it so much um and so how long have you guys been engaged for if
2: you don't mind me asking actually a year oh my goodness yeah so we've been engaged we got engaged last year and then we were going to get married this year but all said and done, you know, yeah, everything going on, we just decided not to, I would marry him tomorrow. I really would. And we're just, now we're to the point where it's like, do we just elope and get married together? Or do we still put in the effort to try and have a wedding with our friends and family?
0: Totally. I know we've talked about that. We have some friends here that um I have at work that are they're getting married and it it keeps changing so it's really hard Um, for them right now that's a little versatile because the rules keep changing when it comes to those kind of events so yeah they're definitely ebbing and flowing with that so I definitely agree I think me and Grant always talk about like I think we would kind of go and just kind of do a little thing for ourselves and then maybe have a party when things are kind of back together because like you said it's at this point now like I don't know about you but for me um I've had the the fancy wedding and it's not that i don't love it and i wouldn't do it again i'm not saying that but um i've now realized that it's more important who you're spending the rest of your life with not how you celebrate how you're spending the rest of your life with that person
2: i agree isn't that so interesting hey mm-hmm.
0: and it was so important he, before
2: yeah and you think you know oh the the perfect candle and the nice cake and the and the perfect i don't know dj or whatever and then now it's just like i would literally marry you in the backyard with not a single person there because I love you and I want to spend the rest of my life with you and I just I want the world to know you're mine like nothing about the wedding it's not about that and it's fine that people need to remember that Mm -hmm. when they are one planning a wedding and two dedicating their future to someone Mm -hmm. because the wedding is one day one very magical special day but It's every single day after that, that you're committing your life to this person. You should be excited and happy, you know.
0: Oh, totally. Not just the one. Yeah. And I think too, like it was, uh, maybe you feel the same way. It was just like, kind of like, like you said, you're just wanting that marriage and that happiness. And that's just what you knew life was going to be. So when it was presented to you, it was like, oh my gosh, it's happening. And it was the same thing with me. And I didn't even question anything. And not saying that I should have. And I, I, you know, I fully believe that even the bad, even the worst parts of my life, um, are great. And I not saying that's my worst part yeah. of my life, but it yeah. all led me to where I am today and who I am today. And I'm pretty fucking proud and happy about where I am. So it's kind of hard to be pissed off because without that shit, I went the good, you know, there's that balance. And so, you know, I, um, I am glad that this all yeah. happened, but I wish that I would have questioned things a little bit more, more of the fact that I've just like trusted myself too much, you know, <laughs> in the sense yeah. where I just was like, I fell in love with, like you said, that idea and that, that, you know, Oh my gosh, I'm going to get married and this is it. And this is what the rest of life is. And now, now I'm going to get that satisfaction or whatever the fuck you think comes after getting married. I don't know what I thought was going to happen. I really don't.
2: That's like me too. I, I guess, Yeah. You just think magically everything's going to somehow change for the better. And why do we think that? I don't know. I have no idea.
0: And no one's ever told me that. I've never seen it in real life. It was just like, oh yeah. And then we're going to get married and then we're going to start the rest of our lives. And it's like, it happens and you're like, okay, that was a lot of money. But like, not that I don't love it, but then you have to, you know, and I think that just flips your perspective. Then when you come out of it and you're divorced, you're like, that was great. It was a fun party. I'm not saying that I'm not going to do something fun again, but key point is that I could go down to city hall and do it as because I'm that, like you said, that's, that's who I'm with for the rest of my life is far more important than who's watching it happen. Or if I have the most beautiful dress, because that really doesn't dictate the marriage and the rest of your life. And even though I thought it would set the tone of the marriage, that's not exactly what real life does.
2: No, not at all. It's so cliche. I know. (laughs)
0: and I just want to smack myself and like I look back and I'm like think okay if I'm gonna do a wedding if I'm gonna get married again um I definitely I'm gonna have definitely more like uh not not colors for sure um because I change what I like for colors (laughs) and uh yeah it was just like little things so you're just like okay if I did this again I wouldn't and the main thing is like not putting so much focus of having the perfect wedding and although all those things are exciting and they're good and you do them Don't waste too much energy on it and arguing with family about sittings and
2: colors. And that's the thing too is, you know, with a wedding, um, the wedding seems to become about everyone else when at the end of the day, a wedding is representing the beginning of your marriage, which is only about two people committing to one another. So it's so sad when you have, you know, grandma crying over where she's sitting or you know the mother-in-law is complaining about what's on the menu it's not about that and I I think a lot of women too struggle with planning a wedding because they start listening to everyone else when at the end of the day the only person you should be listening to is your fiance and the person you're marrying
0: yes and I feel like that's key Mm -hmm. for a lot of things like parenting too but that's a whole nother that's actually going to be a whole month on the show this episode or season (laughs) yeah so i feel like we do with that but it is too and um speaking to that then um i feel like besides marriage pressures like wedding pressure is huge and i don't think people really talk about it until after and they're like oh my god i was so like so pressured and it's like people are like your bridezilla and it's like not that i got that said to but it's also like you have a million people telling you what you they want for your day and it's like how else am i supposed to fucking react i'm done listening
2: no exactly i was pregnant I, I'm going to be Brad Silla again this time as well.
0: <laughs> I mean, totally. It's uh, And you're allowed to. When you get to have that card, you use that card. Um, so what are um, some of the pressures that you feel um, being in a marriage, obviously, and not in, in like the relationship that you have now? Because obviously, it's amazing. So we don't have to. But what were any pressures that you felt being in the marriage as a wife?
2: Oh, my gosh. So previously, I feel like after we were married, everyone asks, are you having kids? And I did not want to have kids with this man for numerous reasons. And that question always made me cringe. Like I felt I was always creating these random excuses as to why I never wanted kids, Mm -hmm. even though, like, even my heart, I wanted a family one day. I lied to my friends and my family and I just swore up and down that I did not want children, but society creates this timeline. And, I think that we get it engraved in our brains that we need to be following this in order to achieve a proper status, which I find so wrong. It's weird. Like, it is so weird. And I've learned, honestly, that every love story should be suited to the couple. Mm -hmm. Like there is no right or wrong way to live your life. And people shouldn't be dictating your love story. And I just think that, so again, like previously that was probably the number one pressure was when are you having kids are you gonna have kids and that was really hard like that was really difficult for me especially because they didn't want them Mm -hmm. with him and then again actually i guess so i billy and i did it backwards like i we both wanted to start a family as soon as possible and i wanted babies at the wedding Oh, like I was, so we're getting married. I want our kids there. It's like a family thing, you know. For yeah. me, yeah. that was yeah. So, but I don't know. I feel like that was the biggest pressure, especially right off the bat.
0: And it's right away.
2: It's right away. It's like that day, even.
0: Oh yeah, that night.
2: Oh, you're gonna go make a bit. You're like, holy. <laughs>
0: okay, let, like Just fuck off. I'm tired. I'm hungry. Yeah. I want to get this fucking dress off and these fake eyelashes and all of this makeup, like. Yeah, sure. But like back off.
2: No, exactly. And you're like, excuse me. No. Like, and why, again, why is that everyone's concern?
0: I don't know. And <laughs> I,
2: I I, try
0: to think that it comes from a place of like, okay, they must have kids and be happy. Yeah. So that's why, but let's face it. That's not true for everyone. And you know, there's some people that are just like, it's like they oh my- want to see how far you're going in life so that they can like compare or something. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. But it's just, it's, you're just like, okay, hold on. Can I just be married
2: for a second? Exactly. And I do think that is beautiful, right? Like I said to Billy, even I said, you know, after we get married, it's very important to me for us to go on a honeymoon where it's just us. And mm-hmm. I think that's really important for any couple after they're married is to just shut off the rest of the world and just be together and just celebrate their love and talk about their future. And yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. No, I totally agree. And I think like you said, that's where we talk about, you know, your relationship growth and your, your relationship. And that's where you guys come together, we come together. And then there's also that personal growth where you're, your individual self, and you're still, you know, hustling together, doing all those things together, growing together, but also having your own person, your own self, your own hobbies, your own friends, because I think that just helps us grow in our relationship, because then we have outside, um, usually positive influences inspiring us to be better. And then we bring that home and that helps on the relationship, you know, and just always that community, I feel like always enhances, I mean, there's some that make it worse and <laughs> probably remove those people yeah. from your life. Yeah. Um, But you know, it's good to have, you know, I don't know. That's, that's kind of how I feel. And then you have a community of friends. Like I feel just like you guys that we have a couple girlfriends that are like fans of our relationship. And I love that. It's just like they cheer us on and they just, you know, love how we're just, nerdy together all the time and I've never had that before and it's just such a great feeling it's just like oh my gosh like my girlfriends are cheering on my relationship because they think it's cute too
2: <laughs> yes and that's how it should be yeah and you it, just don't realize your should inspire other people I think that's how you know when you're with the right person like when you go out you shouldn't be like he shouldn't be putting you down or you shouldn't be insecure in your relationship, or. You know, I th- I think that that is such a strong factor is when you inspire other people, or even like when a single girl is like, "I want what you have." Mm-hmm. That is such a flattering and beautiful compliment, you know. Yeah, totally. And find a good, strong, relate, healthy relationship.
0: Yeah, and I think most of us will say, like, I'll say, they're like, you know, like, oh, I, how did, how do you guys? I found myself, and I put boundaries and respect to myself first, and I think. Yeah that's what was the most important thing is like I'm and I don't mean this in a snotty way like I'm not going to tolerate this it was I really want someone that's going to be my biggest cheerleader like you know everything that I'm going to give I really want to make sure that's coming back not entirely you know what I'm saying but like the energy and love like I you know have no question where Grant stands in our relationship I know he absolutely loves me you know what I mean like and I it's not that I didn't before I just it wasn't like um it was an emotional relationship and i'm an emotional human being so i felt very alone in that sense where it's just like even if grant doesn't know what i'm talking about if i'm having a meltdown he just sits with me and he's like i'm here and i'm like oh, okay
2: well, <laughs> you know so it's like yeah, he understands you and he's there for you and he gets your love language
0: oh that was the you know what's wild so i never knew about love languages until i met grant and that was the one of the first things he asked me because he said he didn't realize about in past relationships and he didn't want to mess it up and i was just like what yeah tell me more and then now that i look back i'm like you know us coming from a different um way though i was just like now i realized you know when i felt like i wasn't being loved that okay he was just delivering it and not the way that i receive it so that's really i find a super important thing if you guys don't know about love languages i don't know if we've talked about them on the show but i find them they're super um important to me in all kind of relationships even like worker friendships even
2: i agree it's so interesting once you understand the fundamentals of them and you apply them like you said to your relationship or to friendships or to anything like that was one thing that billy and i really had a big conversation about and it changed the dynamics of our relationship completely Mm because now we understand how to love one another which they say most people deliver love languages in their love language exactly So, like i like gifts as one of my life languages for example then i tend to give gifts but that may not be billy's love language yeah so example.
0: you're just or then that person's thinking it's their last love language and they're like now you're just trying to buy my love when this whole time they're like no this is just how i love but if you don't know that and that's like that was like me for me i'm like words of affirmation and that's how i love 100 yeah. right so yeah. it's like if you like uh, and it, this is also dangerous though because this can be very manipulative if you know someone's love language and you're not there to do good things that can also be a little bit dangerous right because I'm a sucker for words and I fall for what people like I'm getting better but I think that's why this fucking last 18 months has just been wild um but I'm usually like I'll I'll be a sucker for words if someone says they're gonna do something or that's how they feel I'm gonna take them at their word um yeah or they can romanticize stuff and I'm like okay yeah and then and then I'm like left shell-shocked because whatever they said wasn't true and it's like oh well whoops whoops you know I love
2: that I feel like I'm (laughs) that same way and yeah I think that honestly if people are getting married I think that it's one thing that they should one purchase the book and read it yes discuss it with their partner and apply that to their relationship if you love this person and you want to be with this person you should be willing to learn and you should be willing to try and always put in the effort, you know what i mean?
0: Yeah, and you don't have to and here's the thing i always say to you. Don't, you don't have to know the answers. For a lot of time it's just like being yeah. there, right? And just um yeah. willing to work and being patient and giving grace to each other, you know. It's been a really hard day and I'll be like, "Hey, it's been a really hard day. I'm going to be a total bitch." So like just i need a sec. And you know, like um i'm very vocal, <laughs> obviously. But uh <laughs> like and and that's what happened with my ex is that you know, he would buy stuff and he would provide a lot and but there was no there was no words you know, and so for me, it was like, oh, he doesn't love me. Um, and, you know, like, that wasn't a, i don't, I'm not saying, you know, like, obviously he no did, I, but, you know, in your mind, you're thinking like, okay. And then now that I understand that, I think back and I'm like, okay, I should have given him more grace in that we didn't know that about each other. So, you know, like growth and learning. Um, But now that I know that, and I apply that to my friendships to help, like, you know, friends that always give you gifts and you're like, now I got to buy you a gift. But then it's no. like, but then I'm like, I'll, I'll like post about them and wouldn't crush wins them and like shower them with love or, you know, things like that. And I'm like, but that's how you love, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and if you can understand that in any friendship, it, I think it's super important. So I totally agree. That's something, uh, there's actually a lot of things I think that people should talk about before they get married. Um, I agree <laughs> and I don't think people understand that and they, you know, like, yeah. yes, you can get divorced a hundred percent. Um, mine was easy. Um, but I wouldn't wish that on anyone. It's a, whether it's a good or bad relationship divorce is not fun to go through um so don't take marriage lightly um,
2: no and I that is one thing see for me I felt like all of a sudden when I got divorced like I was like tarnished goods or apart when Billy and I got together I was I questioned quite frequently I was like is he not going to want to be with me because I was married before and I was ashamed and I was embarrassed Mm and you know and it was such a terrible marriage that a lot of the times i just completely neglect that the and i honestly forget the fact that i was even married before and probably because i'm in a whirlwind of a perfect romance right now that you know i've shunned that part of my past
0: this is a close again, chapter
2: it is yes yeah, a completely new book
0: yeah, yeah
2: absolutely and i but think it, it marriage shouldn't be taken lightly and it mm-hmm. is I feel like our generation we really do take it lightly and like you said so many people are like oh I could get divorced and it's so much harder (laughs) it's hard on you emotionally and it's not just a matter of filing a piece of paper Mm -hmm. like it is really shitty to carry that around like I'm like I said I'm embarrassed and that's the truth I wish more than anything that the first time I walked down the aisle and the only time was to Billy and in my heart, that's how it's going to be. But you know, the truth of the matter is it isn't that way.
0: Totally. I feel that. And it's just like, I, I I was really lucky. And I'm not sure Billy would do this too, but Grant always makes a joke about it. He always makes light of it. Um, But I felt the exact same way when I was dating after I was like, Oh man, like, am I too old? Like I was going right into um, right into my (laughs) thirties. So divorced in 30, it was just like, Holy fuck. You're a cliche. You loser.
2: <laughs> oh, you're not a loser.
0: No, but you think that right now. I'm just you like, it. now it's totally different. I spent like the first like three or four months like working and not leaving my house. Like I just, you know, and, and like I was saying, and people just think it's, yeah, of course you can get divorced. So I'm not saying if you're in a marriage that you're not supposed to be in, and you feel like that's what you need to do. Absolutely. Fucking do it. Obviously we're both did it. We get it. Um, but more to the point is this: like, take some time, like, I'm not trying to judge because people can get married right away um, and be together forever. But, you know, it isn't just something to me that something was light. and I think maybe that's just because of my experience, but I just wish people wouldn't take it so lightly because I think it's a really huge commitment and um, it, and it's just the emotional part that you go in after, whether, you know, you were married for three minutes or 50 years you know it's never an easy situation and, and your mental patterns after especially if you're not kind to yourself already inside your brain um and you have anxiety like y'all what a mess
2: no it's true and also that speaking of pressures in society and everything I think that also you know when you get married that that pressure to never get divorced is definitely there so then that shame is brought forward even more so and you know a lot of women are scared to walk away from a negative marriage totally and it didn't be that way either no. right if you're not, you should it should be okay to leave the the marriage again as i just say divorce shouldn't be taken i
0: know <laughs> but there's a line but, to it you know you know yeah, one, right yeah
2: there is so much pressure on on divorce as well which is it is sad
0: it is and then you just and the thing is and i don't know about you but like i dedicated so much to being the wife that i thought i should be for you know three or four years um that i lost who i was therefore i i, I wasn't connected to people that were actually there like that were for me not there for me i had great friends Look so not me me wrong i'm not shunning but it, like i didn't have anybody there really that mirrored who I was in Grand Prairie and I was just I felt so alone after because I dedicated myself so much to my marriage. Then that's why I talk about relationship and personal growth is having that person so that you know I'm not saying like, oh I'm gonna go into the next one and think I don't ever think that if I go into the next one, you know, I'll be divorced. However, um after the first time sometimes it's like a 10% of like, hmm you trust yourself (laughs) but it's like a pattern right you're just like you're you're so scarred from making that decision and not seeing it for yourself like obviously us in different ways um but you still kind of have that like and is anyone gonna say anything if I do this again oh exactly (laughs) and you don't want to feel that way but I think maybe just because yeah it's just like you know four years ago for me I think four or five and I must be five now, but, um, yeah, it's still one of those things. That's like, (laughs) um, so we were just talking about, um, pressures for marriage with society. Do you think also that the, holy fuck English, do you feel that society assumes wife should also like act and dress and show up a certain way?
2: Yes. And I hate it. (laughs) I feel like the woman is expected to cook. And clean, have babies, stay at home, create our own income, all while like maintaining a tight body and being sexy. You know, like
0: that sounds (laughs) so exhausting.
2: Oh, it is exhausting. Okay, but the truth is, this is this is the truth. I used to want to be like so badly a trophy wife. To me, that no, no, no. This this is the definition of trophy wife to me. Though it means like being a boss bitch who has herself together who's married to a man she loves she has kids and a business and is just you know super accomplished goes for cocktails on friday with the girls you know saturday be up early cooking brunch and then have hot sex while the kids are napping and no seriously this was like dream that is i, I was like i want to be a trophy wife and to me this is what a trophy wife is but that is not a reality Life <laughs> is perfect like that and neither are we as women and I've accepted and embraced that, and I wish that society and men mm-hmm. would too. Because yeah. I hate that there is so much pressure on women and wives and mothers. It's unfair how many women beat them up, beat themselves up mentally because they're not achieving enough. Yes. When in reality, we need to be like slowing down and enjoying the moments that we're in
0: and celebrating
2: them. Yes, but instead, we're always striving to hit the next achievement or the mm-hmm. next milestone, and we're not even enjoying today. And that's what wrong with society. And yeah,
0: instant, I think that instant gratification era, yes. and I think we're seeing that a lot right now. um and I think oh, I, right, but yeah, and I feel like for me, um that was definitely like, yeah, I was definitely more of that like, I don't want to wait for stuff. I want it now. Go, 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 go. I'm going to the next and then I'll feel this way. And then, okay, well, it's because I'm not, I'm not there yet. So I got to go to the next and I never spent time enjoying the journey. And now all of a sudden I'm like, okay, you're going to be 35 this year. And it's not that I think I'm old, but I'm also like, okay, you need to like, whoa, hold on. You're here. And I'll hear yeah. like my mom be like, holy fuck, I'm here. And you know, she's 20 years older than me. So I'm like, okay, what's the yeah. lesson here? Slow down. Like just breathe. You don't need to be running this hard all the time. I don't know where and then, but I think that's because on social that not, not to say that, but it, I feel like it's true because social media we see people also progressing. And if you have some self doubts, then it's like and you're hard on yourself and you have anxiety, so that just like exponentially blows it up. And then you are just like I constantly have to be doing all the things all the time to just stay relevant or to be, keep up to the Joneses. And it's like, fuck, I don't want to keep up to them. They're exhausting. I just want to be stoned and lying on a paddleboard in the lake.
2: No, it's so true. And also I think that social media applies more pressure mm-hmm. to women or especially like if you're a wife or a mother because I know that, you know, I, e- even my fiance, he will, you know, he does it not out of spite or to be mean, but sometimes he's like, oh, you know, so-and-so is – getting up at this time in the morning and you're getting up at time and the comparison is there, or, you know, so-and-so does this and, and you don't do that. And it's like, well, they're only showing you bits and pieces of their life. And I know that because my own social media, I don't post everything no. to me. It's your
0: uh, it's highlight <laughs> reel. Legit. That's what it's for. Highlight,
2: it's highlight reel. And my Instagram to me is this artistic platform that I just, I love to post. In all reality, only great photos. Mm-hmm. That's what my Instagram is to me. I'm not going to post if me and Billy are fighting. No. I really don't post, you know, much of our son. We just, he has his own little Instagram. But, you know, we decided we don't need to be splattering our, our kids all over the internet. It's mm-hmm. just a choice we made. Yeah, totally.
0: Uh, I think I'd be the same.
2: Right? But so it's like, I'm not going to be posting a bad day. There is tons of days where if, you know, I'm crying as... A mom or you know like a fiance whatever a wife but um, for whatever reason you know billy and i (laughs) billy and i fight about the laundry for once
0: (laughs) who doesn't i don't care who you are but we always fight about socks
2: do you billy gets so mad at me because he's like you don't have the laundry done basically in like 30 seconds and he's like my shirts are wrinkled i'm like i just took them out of the dryer and then he gets so upset so I steam them and he's like, you're Ugh. just creating more work for yourself. And I'm like, Oh my God, oh,
0: I'm just going to say, get a steamer. Cause that's what I do. I don't love wrinkles, what? but I have a steamer because I'm terrible at laundry. Yeah. Like I'm great talks- at doing it. I'm terrible uh-huh. at putting it away.
2: Same, same. I- and I'm just
0: the worst chore on I- the entire fucking planet.
2: I agree. It's that's boring. why you have
0: kids. Just kidding.
2: Yes. That sounds fabulous. That's then
0: get going. <laughs> yeah. <He doesn't laughs> why, like, are you putting- why are you putting laundry away? But the thing is, it's like so many people like, try to glamorize and act as if like we're all not still human beings we also don't go through stuff you know like especially in this last two years we've been fairly centralized at home a lot of stuff has changed so people's like stressors or if they didn't have mental health uh, issues before they definitely were learning what anxiety and depression are feeling like you know emotions are running so high i just don't know how anybody in their right mind would just think like Oh, every, this person has beautiful pictures. Not saying this, not trying to be rude, but like, so they must not experience any normal stuff in life because they have beautiful photos. It's like, do you not understand what an Instagram page is for or like an online presence or like, do you really think that everything that you see online is real? This is where we're at with society, isn't it? Everyone thinks that what they see online is real.
2: It's true. It's so true. And it also caused a lot of, pressure in relationships because i know for example billy would be like well so and so has their laundry done all the time and i'm like how the fuck do you know Because yeah. they took the picture
0: and reality is all the laundry on the <laughs> other side of the photo
2: yes because that's what that, i do <laughs> right and that is the truth but there you is clean. so much pressure yeah you clean it, around yeah or you know to be perfect or to be you know i i post a lot of cooking Stuff on Instagram. I love to cook, and I literally cook extravagant meals. This is no lie. Every day, oh. like seven week. Can you move here, but please? Why do I like, soon? Hopefully soon. <laughs> um But I know that a few of Billy's friends have made comments to their wives, and that pisses me off. I'm like, no, no, no. This is my choice. This is what I want to do. They're they're their own person. Like, you know, don't come. Conf- I don't ever want. Someone's man to compare them to me.
0: Yes, that's a terrible feeling.
2: No, what I want to, if I inspire or influence women to want to do better or be better for themselves, that's what I want. But I don't ever want a man to be comparing their woman to me. No, no, no.
0: No, and you want to inspire them, (laughs) and you want to inspire them to do whatever it is that makes them feel good. And if it's like, hey, I want to learn how to make boss ass food, then I know exactly who I'm coming to when I'm ready to learn how to do that. You know, like, it shouldn't be like, uh, and I feel like that happens a lot for moms and parents too. Um, that comparison and it's like, and then the social media on top of it, when, you know, being a parent, you know, the reality versus Instagram photos, it's like, that's real life. Like babies aren't easy. And we'll like, we have a whole month dedicated to that, but it's the same thing. You know, you guys get pressured of like, Oh, well, you know, this mom has got doing this, that, and the other. And it's like, okay but you don't know anything else like maybe she's got like three nannies or her whole family's here to support her and this one person's by themselves and it's such a dangerous and slippery slope to look at anything on an on an instagram account or facebook account and yeah. compare that whether to yourself your spouse your friends anybody it's just literally the thief of joy i don't know who that quote is by it's not mine obviously but that comparison and i think until you re- really realize social media and how it is. It's very hard to block not absorbing all that. I mean, myself, I'm always like, "Wow, I'm 35 year old, crusted up, uh, old lady," because um, <laughs> the platforms run by like 22 year olds. Well, know, yeah, right. I know it's but then I'm like, yeah. "You're ridiculous. You don't want to be 22 years old. Let it go." No, right. It's true.
2: It's but like, I definitely <sighs> social media is huge pressure for marriage. Also, not to like stray from this. No, it's that... stray think of something though um also I feel like and this was something that I actually went through with Billy so he was following this girl and he would like her photos and I'm not a jealous well no that's a lie I am a jealous person <laughs> Me I'm like Billy baby you're all mine and only mine like yeah. fucking- I will kill a bitch <laughs> yes. but he- and he was like liking her photos again it wasn't inappropriate it wasn't scandalous. Yeah. But I got insecure and so I brought it to the table and we had a good talk and he unfollowed her because he was like, I would never like want to hurt your feelings or upset you. But that again is another pressure now that we are facing today. Mm -hmm. Being in a relationship and being married is social media is so toxic. You don't know who's sliding into whose DMs. You don't know who's liking, following, what they're looking at. Some women are really insecure about their men even you know, looking at other girls because they carry that insecurity within themselves. Yeah.
0: I've had we'll my take- times for sure. And I did the same thing. Me and Grant did the same yeah. thing. I was like, I know it's like, I actually had a girl come to me at the gym and was like, "I'm um, just so you know, your boyfriend likes my photos. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. And I was like, but weren't you guys like friends before we started dating? She's like, oh. well, he likes other girls' photos too. And I was like, yeah he has friends that are girls and then after like that it immediately made me feel super insecure and there was like this one where I was like I just know this person isn't great so like there's just no point and he was like absolutely then vice versa like there's no question it's respect I think personally um if that makes you if you're not in that space yet you know like if you, that's a straight conversation like hey I'm just feeling a little insecure this is not anything you're doing necessarily wrong I'm just not in a space can you help support that while I work through this you know that's a fucking totally fair and valid conversation in my opinion
2: oh big time and I also think too if they're not willing to unfollow somebody that should be a red flag Mm -hmm. because if you're in this relationship with somebody and you can't just unfollow another person that's really wrong so my ex was uh obviously he was cheating on me and lots of the messages i found were on instagram and it really like what do i say it created obviously a lot of i guess insecurities
0: Mm -hmm. and trust issues
2: trust issues all of it you know and he lied he swore up and down because he would comment on these girls pages and then one night when he was sleeping, I totally, I went through his phone. I have no shame. I went no. through his phone and mess me, And I took pictures of everything and it haunted me. It haunted me so badly that.
0: Someone would do, do that. Bad. And and, yeah. and not even that. Then you're questioning. And for one, I'm so sorry about that. Not, not. gonna say I'm totally surprised? Um, not, like, not, uh, like, I don't, that's, I would, I would, I would convert for you, Kendall. Okay. So I don't know what's oh. wrong with this boy. But, um. Uh, you then are not only are questioning that, but then you're questioning your fellow women and, yes. and the platform yeah. itself. Yeah. And they're like, Oh, great. Okay. So not only now to have to deal with, well, not deal with, but like, for me, like, that's where I think like, that was the one about my ex. He wasn't on social media at all, but that's something that was new in my relationship now is that, you know, my ex was never on social media at all to, you know, grant having somewhat not like, you know, being on there and on different platforms. So it was definitely a, a shock for me when I was like super insecure. Um, anyway, okay. sorry, I'm squirreling. So um, anyways, I'm really sorry that that happened. But I, I think for me more too, is just like all of a sudden this pattern then creates in your brain. I don't know if you're feeling that way, but then it's just like, then every single time after, whether the person that you're with or not has ever done this, but then you create this pattern of like, okay, they're on their phone and then what are they doing? And you're just like, okay, but that's not that person. But then your insecurities, your anxiety is like, oh, but it could be. And like, it takes some time to like fight that, um, brain pattern that you have with yourself based off of the trauma that you dealt with before you know and it's like that's that's almost like the most frustrating part i find um is that reworking those patterns from your past marriage or relationship
2: no it's true and that's a whole nother battle when you get into a new relationship is overcoming those past hurdles and like the, you use the perfect word traumas because both billy and i were in toxic relationships before we got together so it took a lot of healing and patience to deal with each other's uh, there was a lot of questions a lot of conversation a lot of trust issues and it had nothing to do with each other no never never usually does no but we were both so lucky and so fortunate that you know it was never a worry to prove to each other that we could trust one another or the respect was always there and that's huge and that's huge too going into marriage you have to respect one another whether it is as small as asking your man to unfollow a girl on Instagram, mm-hmm. or as big as you know, like
0: Don't maybe your ex- socks on the floor. Just kidding.
2: Yeah, right. Or like maybe an ex texts you, and like this happened to me a few weeks ago, and I literally read Billy the messages, and I was like, "Is it okay if I reply?" Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Oh, fuck yeah, of course," because we have that trust, we have that respect. I literally showed him everything. Like, there's nothing to hide. And again, these messages weren't invasive. They were just no. like super sweet just friendly we are or we were friends before but yeah and that's
0: it and that's the other thing that sucks too is because then when shitty things happen like this then it and i'm not saying that i we're we're the same way we're super respectful because i just want him to feel comfortable in the relationship and i have nothing to hide so why do i need to not tell him everything he's my best fucking friend i I am like like it's just i think it's wild and i think that because if people don't or criticize that or think that's you know like Oh, don't they? Don't, you don't need to tell them everything well yeah um but maybe sorry you didn't you've never experienced having your best friend your spouse like in that sense right like i want to tell them where i'm going what i'm doing because i'm either excited to or you know or, or is this going to interfere with time that we're going to be able to spend together because he's my number one pr- priority and i just think that people don't understand that respect when they've never maybe been given it and then once you've been given it um you know it it does and then you're just like wow okay this isn't about like oh you're controlling or whatever no it's about like like you said as little as you know I don't love that you're following this person because you know they just show their badges all the time and like that's fine that's cool like you do you girl I just don't want my my boyfriend seeing it all the time because I don't have time to flash mine all day every day like
2: I just no exactly (laughs) (laughs) down to you right I'll like look at these hot girls on Instagram and I'm like Fuck! How do they nail these photos? Like, <laughs> I need, I need to g- get better or something. And I mean for Billy, like, I need to send to Billy. I'm like, yeah. damn girl. <laughs> and they try
0: and then trying, like, just like super awkward. I don't know if you've seen that one girl. She did this. Uh, um, it was like when I find out how much money girls on OF makes, and she's like, <sighs> and she's like just super awkward. And I was like, that's me,
2: right? To get K, seriously though, to get a good nude photo, so hard. that is hard work men do not appreciate no duties. no don't.
0: no and then let's just like not us now but like single ass like and then what do we get just like a dick pic in a dm like it's just there like right. ugh, it's just yeah. our women it's art but anyways like no that's it's anyway i yeah. know i totally feel that though and then sometimes you're just in that moment like a couple years ago i wasn't as secure with myself with our relationship not anything to do with him just my own personal shit and that's another thing that people don't understand a lot of the time when you're talking truth about relationships like people get so judgy but it's like we're all still humans and we're going through stuff. When I met Grant, I was like, I'm fucked up and it's going to take me time. And he yeah. was like, okay, i that's fine. And
2: that's, right. And that's allowed. Like, mm-hmm. I think too, one of my favorite things about, I feel like epic love stories is a lot of them are, messy and chaotic and crazy it's not like this fairy tale high school sweetheart you know and i love that i love when romance is wild and insane and it's like we came in fast and furious like that is okay a lot of people and society sometimes frowns upon that you know like oh well you you know you just got out of a relationship and and you're in a messy spot and, and you're dating already and it's like well yeah
0: but sometimes right? people Everybody, don't, yeah. and people don't realize though, that you left the relationship a long time before that. And most women, women have. Always do. Women always do. So, and it's not like we actually know, but subconsciously, I think we know because we have to prepare. Like, you know, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be by myself in Alberta. And I don't know anybody really. Like I do, but like, it, you know, yeah. it was this kind of one of those things. And, um, uh, one question that I do want to ask and I love the most, um, is there any advice or no, actually I missed one that I want to go back to um okay. what what would you tell your married self now like if you could go back and tell yourself in those moments what would you say to yourself
2: <sighs> well I would say don't do it but and that's only because I wish so badly that I could go back and not have married him yeah. so I guess here's here's how I would word the question what would I tell myself like moving forward in this marriage is like never give up and always listen because I think that communication is key Mm -hmm. and I know that marriage is a commitment and I know it's struggling through life together but it's always you and them against the world Mm -hmm. like marriage is about loving each other every day and yeah I just I, I feel like the biggest thing is never giving up I think that's the best advice I could ever give to someone if you love this person like you have to there will be days I feel like there are days when I'm unlovable okay and Billy probably just wants to strangle me sideways but he comes in stronger and he comes in and he you know picks up say if I'm slacking, he picks up the slack and then there are days where he's having a bad day and it's just like, I mean, obviously different love language, but it's like, hey baby, like, you know, you want a blow job or, or here's a steak or, and I think that that's truly what marriage is, is you give when you can. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you take when you need and yeah.
0: You find yourself and make sure yourself is in it too.
2: I think that happens hopefully naturally when you're with the right if you're not, if you don't feel yourself, I mean, obviously, even now, like, there's times and periods where I go through where I'm like, ah, I don't feel like me or or I'm wanting to change. Oh, but for sure. You can truly to your core feel when you're not you when you're in a wrong relationship. Like, oh, in sure. my past relationship before I got married, I was Googling, like, how do I know I should be marrying this person? That is yeah. a red flag. Yeah, how, I, like, I that right there.
0: And I, I think too, you're just like, because you're like, okay, I feel like, and and I think it's since your brain just takes over and you subconsciously just let it take over and you're just like watching your life in front of you and you're like, hmm, is this right? Right. But you don't say anything. You just keep going, and it's like you know. And I I think that's super important. And I agree. Um, that's one thing that I feel like is really strong with me and Grant too is that we haven't given up, especially when you know, and it's never been anything that's like against each other in the relationship. It's always been like holding each other through that personal growth and those hard times. Um, Like you said, when you're not showing up yourself, like I have a new job where I'm gone a lot of the time. Um, I'm out of the house for almost 12 hours a day and um, where he's, you know, gone eight hours. So it's been so great because I just, I'm not doing great at picking up house stuff Monday to Thursday, because I'm so busy working and I, I definitely lean on him, but then equally so when it's, friday saturday sunday that sounded like a song um (laughs) yeah i I try my hardest to like make sure that i'm showing up a little bit more that way to like thank him for doing that for me you know and and it's not about like oh i'm gonna clean the house before he gets home because that's what he expects um more so the point it's like i like to have that stuff done so that when we're together we get to spend our time together not cleaning the house and you know, everyone's dynamics different, but I've always kind of like had this thing where it's like, okay, well, if you're financially taking care of us a little bit more then of course I'm going to, and that's not like a gender role thing. That's just reality uh, is respect in reality. I don't, I I can't right now. I mean, maybe one day make as much as he does, especially when he was in the oil field. Um, and I'm in the cannabis space. Like we, we did this for fun, not the money. Um, and, uh, Yeah. So I just, you know, then I'm like, well, that's the way he's showing up extra and working hard for our family. So then I'm going to do what I can because I can't financially make more. And I always, for the longest time I was like, oh, that's such a gender thing. Why are you doing that? Like, why are you, you know, but it's, I'm like, no, because it's an energy exchange and it's just different forms of energy exchange. You know, if you can look at money as a form of exchange, because essentially you give your energy and your time for something that helps you exchange it for something else. So, you know, if you could see it that way, then it's like, okay, well, That's what he's putting in energy and i'm going to put my energy into this and there's been times where maybe that balance changes and i think that was a key thing that i never thought in my last relationship
2: no that's so true See, in my relationship i didn't have the i guess the desire because the respect wasn't there to Mm -hmm. to really do not anything but i didn't want to and then now in this relationship it's like I want to give him the sun and the moon and the stars because I love him so much. And want to see him happy. Yes. And I think that's such a cool thing. Like I remember my mom said to me when we first got together and she said a long time ago that she had all these crazy wild dreams. And then she's like, all of a sudden when she got with my dad, she was like my dreams. She's like, not that they changed. And then she's like, but they didn't seem important anymore. And she said that, her and my dad created new dreams together. And I remember thinking to myself, like, yeah, no, I'm always gonna have, you know, my dreams, blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden, slowly but surely, I was like, Wow, you know, this seems so stupid. Like I would live in a cabin with Billy and and be happy. Yeah. Right? And I think that's, that's so true. Sweet. <laughs> I want to meet your parents. They sound so cute. Oh my gosh. You would love my parents. My mom gives like the best and funniest, like relationship advice. Literally she will, and she would kill me for repeating this, but she will be like, if you're not sucking your man's dick, someone else's mom. And she'll be like, No, seriously. She and she always says, like, you have to put effort in. Yeah. You always have to put effort in. She'll tell me sometimes, you know, if I'm being a slob. She's (laughs) like, You can't go days on end being a slob. And she's like, You have to dress nice for your man. Like, you have to put in effort and and then she says too, because if I'm putting in effort, it will be reciprocated. Yeah. And that's true. She says, you know, and I don't know. I just, I love her. She's
0: so cute. And I think too, that's fair to say it's like a way of looking at It's just like continually date your spouse.
2: Always. Never, ever give up those adventures. Yeah.
0: And like, it's just like always having that. And I mean, obviously things are going to change as you ebb and flow and get deeper in the relationship. You know, it's, it's going to change because you know, it's going from like, and everyone's different, but usually going from that like superficial kind of getting to know each other, you know, lust and to love and, and you have different levels of it. And, um, I think my favorite part is like, you know, there's some parts that miss the honeymoon phase or whatever, but I think you grow and evolve and you get that deeper love and, and, but you could still go and have those, you know, still do those activities and still have that fun together. Even if your relationships deepened, you know, like we love going out for breakfast. That's like our favorite thing to do. It's where I have um, a weird food allergy for dinner. I have black pepper allergy. So dinner sucks to go out for, for me, because a lot of places just It sucks. So breakfast is always such a safe. So um, yeah, we always go for breakfast, and that's like one of my favorite things to do. And we will always, you know, do that. Or and I think it's important um, that you always kind of always try and like he'll leave like little cute notes, places, and and things like that, or even just like as simple as like sending them a funny meme to the day to make them laugh. Like I just think it's always important, like you said, to put that effort in in all different levels. You know, you don't have to be dressed to the nines all the time, but like you said, it's like you know, there's also something to be said and feeling good about that and feeling good to show up for that person. It's not a vain thing. It's just like, you know, I want to look good for my man.
2: Like there's nothing wrong with um, that. Exactly. And I feel like too, when, I, you know, when I get all dolled up, it's just like, I feel like I'm totally more confident and more sexual in the bedroom too. Cause I just feel like a porn star. You yeah. Know what I mean? <laughs> I bring that. Whereas like if I roll out of bed, for example, and I wear sweats all day and then it's like, Oh yeah, you know, you want to fuck. It's like, yeah okay. But when <laughs> Let I me hear, take our sweats off. Right, and the fit, the makeup's on. I'm like, come here, baby. Like totally, I am ready to perform.
0: And it, like you know, as always, they say it's cliche, but like usually, if you look good, you feel good, and they don't have to always do yeah. that, but you you know, especially in this last year and a bit I think it's super important and I've known for me I've been in my like comfortable pants way more and it it does make you feel worse it makes you feel more insecure about yourself and then all of a sudden you're starting to question things like not like that but those were how those patterns develop right so I love that and I love when uh, parents are so honest my mom's just always so blunt too and I love it
2: (laughs) and it's it's hilarious when it comes from them and you're like not expecting it like my mom did not speak profanity at all like she's this cute little prim and proper mom and then yeah every once in a while she, or no mo- mostly when she speaks relationship advice i feel like she just says it like it is
0: and she yeah and i think that's everyone sometimes people just have their vices right it's like i'm yeah. gonna be nice and calm reserved except for this is my i'm not gonna hold any fucks or bullshits about this this is how it is. And That's And is she's got a great marriage so obviously she's the right person to be saying that kind of stuff
2: yes and i honestly i admire and i idolize their marriage so i really really listen to her relationship advice she's actually the one person i phone when you know i do need advice or i feel like i am struggling and she always points me in the right direction
0: that's the best that's like my mom too i'm like um having a moment i need an adult adult right yeah Exactly. i need my mom to tell me what to do because apparently i need you to do it but it's just nice because they know the thing is too is that they just know you to the core right so you can sure. and they can say it how it is you know because they're your mom and they're allowed to
2: which is so beautiful and we're it, so
0: lucky i know and it's like i love hate it sometimes but and then i hate it too when she says something and then it comes to fruition i'm like Puck.
2: i gotta tell you oh, right damn it i know i'm like, like that too
0: that's why we keep going back because they're right <laughs> um
2: and it helps
0: it does so i keep going
2: No, I was just going to say, like, their advice usually always
0: helps. Oh, yeah, because they've usually been through it, and they've probably been stubborn and didn't listen to their moms and then went through (laughs) it, so they really know what they're talking about, and they're like, okay, I want to save you this embarrassment, so I'm going to tell you, but you're not going to listen anyways, and then you're just going to come to me in X amount of months and tell me I was right. Um, This one's actually my favorite, sorry. Um, Any advice for those that are feeling pressure in the marriage or to be married?
2: Okay, that's a great question. Honestly, I think most importantly, do not get married just to get married. Mm -hmm. Make sure you are fully and completely invested in your relationship with your partner. Like having the same morals and values is important. Mm -hmm. Things I have learned don't just magically get better because you say I do. It's a lot of work. It's ups and downs, going through hard times together. And a lot of us just don't realize that. Mm -hmm. Um, I... Like, I feel like I've said this a million times, but it requires putting each other before anyone else and making each other a priority. Like, if you're questioning your relationship and wondering why you're with this person, do yourself a favor and don't get married. And then I also think, too, that, like, it because this has happened to a lot of people that I know. So, like, if you're waiting for him to put a ring on your finger and you can't wait to marry him be open and have that conversation because i know that there are a lot of women who are just super shy for some reason about speaking about getting engaged or they just want him to know or want him to do it and i'm sorry but guys can't read our minds they're never going to be able to a lot of them need us to to express our feelings and share with them and i think that if you're going to spend the rest of your life with this man you should be able to talk to him about anything
0: oh so. totally absolutely. absolutely and and it's super important to like to remember that maybe that they're and this is something that I learned through my relationship is that maybe they're having mad insecurities themselves and you have no idea
2: yes oh my
0: gosh exactly like you know we uh, we definitely are gonna talk about that more this year you know we obviously are female based for the most part but you know there's a lot of pressure right. on, on men in that way too right and so like maybe yeah. they're not sure if you're gonna say yes and that's a big thing to say because then what if you say no and then you know like you know sometimes that's hard for someone to recover from right so having those open conversations um you know being like even just seems like make sure they're open to marriage some people aren't and wouldn't that be wild if you spend all this time and that's not you know and so i think for me i was just like i've been divorced so here's everything about me blah sorry vomit
2: (laughs) but that's honestly it's good and i feel like it really opens your relationship and like you said men could have insecurities too i know i know a huge pressure for a lot of guys is going and picking that ring Mm -hmm. like you know, that's a very, very scary hurdle for them to overcome. And then not only that, they get it. And I feel like they just don't know what to do with it.
0: Yeah. So it's like even that having them having the conversation, like, I really want to do this, but there's so much pressure to have this big momentous moment or point in time, you know, and, you know, obviously, that's where I want to be. But for me, because I've already done it, I'm just like, okay, you know, like, it's so much more important that I'm with the right person for the rest of my life. Although I still want those things, but they're not what I focused on. Like I did the first time. No. And I think that's another thing that we both like feel is that, yeah, for sure. If you have the great wedding, have that, but, be real with yourself. <laughs> be real. <laughs> be real, babe. Oh, I've never actually <laughs> said the actual name like that as a comment. Oh, that's hilarious. It. Um, but you know, it's being, like you said, be real with yourself about it because we're just saying from that, like, you know, your intuition knows if you're with someone that's good for you. Um, I think for me, i am just always been that positive person. So like, oh, it's just, yeah, you're good. It's good. Um, but yeah, definitely don't get into something that's not positive for you if you're not feeling it because like 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 kettle you know you know you're when you're with your person i know i'm with my person yeah um and the only reason why i say that is not like in a mean way it's because we we want people to feel this and i think for the long time i felt for a very long time that that just wasn't a thing it was just a, um, a fairy tale myth and yeah. um you oh, everyone's worth that they deserve it no, I agree. I completely probably squirreled there because I do that. Um, but also no. one last thing though, I just thank you so much for coming on. I'm so excited we got you in on this topic. Um, because I didn't know much, but I feel like we would connect in this way because I don't know, I just feel like I connect to women that have been through that in a different way. You know, it's not to say anything to anybody that hasn't, but when you've been through the divorce and you've had to let go of that ego and like, you know like you said you have that shame and once you let that go like it's just such a different feeling um so it's just really nice to connect with someone else that understands that um so thank you so much for sharing is there anything else though that we missed about your story about marriage about pressures of it um any moments of clarity or inner work that helped towards that that we didn't go over today
2: no i don't think so honestly i had so much fun chatting with you and I agree. I think it was really fun to connect and be honest and open about the pressures of marriage or a wedding. And, oh, my God, I was just like, drew a blank. <laughs> I know. It's Welcome to my
0: life. I'm like, I'll stare <gasps> off in a corner and then I'm like, oh, my God, this is a podcast. I'm just not talking to my best friend because it just always feels so natural.
2: <laughs> no, I know. No. I <sighs> so much fun. I'm like, just start that over. Yes, no, absolutely. <laughs> Go for it. Okay, okay, okay. I'm like, <laughs> It just got really dark here. And I noticed I seen something move. Sorry. No, no, sorry, no. that's okay. Um,
0: anyway, I can, I'll ask it was the question. Course. I'll ask. So a... I like
2: looked up. Okay. Oh no, okay, that's I'm okay. So
0: no, no, I do the same thing. And then, I'm, I, but I usually get really stoned with Kayla. And then all of a sudden I'm like, what are we talking about? And I'm like, Oh my God, I got to edit that hilarious. out. Fuck. So I'll, I'll just ask the question again. <laughs> and then we can just edit that. Hold on. So is there anything else that we left out about marriage or pressures of marriage, advice, moments of clarity that we haven't gone over today?
2: No, I don't think so. Honestly, I had so much fun talking with you. And I love that we connected over. Oh, my God. (laughs) Now,
0: we connected over a terrible thing, but a thing that like, I don't know about you, but it wasn't a terrible thing. But it was just a moment that led me to the rest of my life. So it's like, it's hard to look at something that was so hard as a positive. But what it's brought me, the connections, the humility, the lessons, everything around it is so, um, not worth <laughs> it because I don't want to say it's worth it, but it kind of makes sense why you go through all this stuff. You know, you look back and you can never understand when you're going through things, but when you look back, it all connects and you're like, holy fuck, this is why this is, you know, I always think with me and Kayla, like, you know, that we connected online and, you know, we both have a voice and this is, you know, there's always connections. You don't see it at first, but then I look back and like, look at, all the things that we did and like I feel like even though you went through definitely shit and I'm so sorry but I feel like that also gave you the fire to remember who you were and what you wanted and set you on the track for the rest of your life which is like your dream life now so it's like this beautiful traumatic but like the fact that something so beautiful came out after is what I'm trying to say is the part and then we connect because we see that in each other see (sighs) English is hard.
2: no i i agree and honestly i just okay so i just want to say thank you for having me on the show i absolutely i think you're so amazing i had so much fun i think this is a really revitalizing conversation and such a good topic for so many women and i hope that everyone gets their fairy tale like that's that's what i want i want everyone to be with their soulmate and everyone to wake up happy in their relationship and if you're not happy i like don't waste time. Get out. You don't know what's out there waiting for you. The man of your dreams could be looking for you. Like
0: it's not yeah. worth waiting. It's not, it's not it's worth not um, like waiting wasting. for the rest of your life to just happen. Like, you know, you gotta, no. you gotta make that change and it's hard, but then once you do it, it's like you said, it leads to the the best things of your life. And no one will yeah. know when that happens, but that'll be for you. And you have two awesome women here who will have your back and help you through it. And I think that's what helps you as the community after, um, just to remind you of how amazing you are and you deserve the best. So, you know, and not, and we're not saying that your marriage and your relationships would be perfect every day. That's, that's ridiculous. No. It's feeling yeah. safe and yourself and that you see a future with this person. If you're just like, I don't know what the future holds and I don't know what I want. Um, you know, and it's not to say that that's what you don't want, but question like look into those questions don't ignore yourself don't ignore your intuition um you know if if someone or if yourself is even like oh why i'm not feeling secure well why is this a personal thing or is this a relationship thing you know yeah identifying what what's happening in that moment and and again the key to i think a good relationship or marriage is just that honesty and communication because we don't know what the other person's thinking and um once you can communicate that, I think it opens up so many doors and then you never give up on each other because you know, okay, maybe something else is going on. So let's talk about this, you know, and I feel safe to bring this up because you're not going to leave me or judge me or criticize me. You're going to be there for me. And I'm so happy that you have that now. And I'm the same way. I want that for everyone else. And, um, but I want everyone else to be honest too. Like it's okay. It's okay if you got into a marriage and that's not for you and you want to leave it. That's okay. Yeah, I agree. And I, yeah sorry i keep cutting you off i'm terrible at this um
2: no you're not you're amazing honestly I'm so much
0: good i thanks. feel like i
2: say the same two things over and over again
0: but that's the thing though because the it's and i'm always like i'm the same because i'm like oh i just say everything that's cliche but then once you start living that life you're like okay whatever i'll be cliche that like I don't care if that sounds stupid I I love it um so anyways Kendall thank you so so much for coming on the show today I hope you had a great time welcome to the podcast world I'm sure it won't be your last one um but yeah I'm gonna sign off with you on the show right now so guys thank you again so much for showing up to every single show we appreciate you guys so so much make sure you're following on our social media pages and until next time guys bye thank you guys so much for stopping by today we appreciate you so so much if you like this episode and you want to hear more or be updated with episode drops please make sure to send us some love on our instagram page the be real babe podcast give us a follow and stay tuned for more realness coming to you next week until next time babes